Mombasa. So the world might be mended. We are back. We are mended. We have returned. What's the business, everyone? Jester954 here with everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle Aaron Junkle Van Dam Miller. <laughs> I wish that was my full name, but we have a guest today. What's <laughs> up, Seth from Who's Next Gaming Entertainment? Seth, Seth Myers from Seth Myers Making here. Your Favorite Game Look Easy Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Single-handedly making us look like fucking idiots for, for yeah. the last six years, seven yeah. years. Dark Souls 2, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, you did do that. Wait, you know what? Before we get on the Dark Souls and the PlayStation talk, I did write down a note, Aaron. You ended a conversation with me the other day and said something that I didn't realize until I saw it written down in a note here that I wrote myself. And you said something I found quite controversial. I said, last episode, Aaron said, blank, we have to fight about this. <laughs> you said Batman Returns is better than Batman 89. 100%. No, sir. 100%, dude. Seth, you did an episode about comic book movies you go you went over batman's right shit all the time dude we okay stop talking about batman so just the, the, I, I just 89 versus returns so devito versus nicholson joker versus penguin catwoman i mean returns is great and it's a wonderful christmas film and it's, it's cool and it's really gross and gritty and shit but you think it's better than the og the i mean you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah. I hate Jack Nicholson's Joker. As a oh. fan of the Joker, I hate Jack Nicholson's Joker. I really like Jack Nicholson's Joker. I thought yeah. was, uh, <laughs> I think he did something that like I don't have a problem with uh Heath Ledger's Joker, but one of the criticisms I guess you can have about it is that it wasn't it wasn't the comical Joker, right? Joker, in a lot of his iterations, always mixes a comical, like almost silly, zany side with a very sinister side. Did where are we talking about the same movie? He was super jokey, silly goose dancing. Um, oh, no, I'm talking about uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like that Heath Ledger's Joker was a lot darker and more sinister, right? Yeah, which I argue know. is not exactly. A Joker type in comparison oh, to Jack you. Nicholson's Joker, who was that? Like one of my favorite scenes is like when he shocks that dude with a handshake, and then yeah. when everybody leaves the room, he stops and just has a monologue with the dead body there, just yeah. like starts talking with it and shit, like that crazy. And nobody's there, nobody's there to see it. He's doing it on his own. Like yeah, it's, it's things like that that I found uh, interesting that 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 I kind of did like about. His Joker is closer to the animated series Joker. Yes. Jeff Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, but... Uh, Heath Ledger's is is steps away, which, again, it's a different interpretation. It's a good Joker. I'm not going to say it's not. I'm just... It's not of that, I guess, traditional sense. You know, like, Joker's original, like, form was a serial killer who just happened to be dressed like, you know, a clown. Like yeah, that's the supposed thing. to die in the early comics, yeah. right? And then they kind of brought him back. And then in the like eighties, uh, they tried to make him goofier or 
at some point they were like, he, no one, no one's loving him anymore. So let's make him a goofball. And then obviously yeah. the animated series came out, and you know that's an iconic version of the Joker as well. But the thing for me with the Joker is he's not, he's not not, not supposed to be silly. You know what I mean? It's not like he he he, he is silly in his own way. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think his view of silliness is supposed to be skewed, right? It's supposed to go dark. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I like the joke in uh, The Dark Knight where there's a fire truck on fire on the road. Like, it's little things like that that, like, if you don't catch it, like, that's like a, that's like a joke, right? The yeah. fire truck's on fire. It's like a visual pun. Exactly. So there's little things like that throughout that, that do lean that way. And also <laughs> to, to, to make this argument, I guess, even more confusing, I'm assuming none of y'all have read, I've actually just finished the whole series of the, the three jokers. No, I didn't. I bought no. the first issue and then I just didn't even read it. I'm an idiot. I don't do anything. There's only three issues of it. And, uh, I thought it was really interesting and, uh, it really puts out an idea about there being multiple jokers and like the Joker making others. And there's like different versions where there's a more criminal mastermind version of Joker who's fought Batman in the early aughts. Uh, there's a Joker who's uh, much more like sinister and violent, you know, that, that new 52 guy. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, and there's another one that is kind of like a, uh, like a more science-y type or whatnot like that. And then, like, you see that they've actually been experimenting for, like, a long time. And um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, so there's more to it than that. I'm not going to get too far into details, but I thought it was pretty good. And to be honest, I mean... And it's, it's fucking fiction. So it's really just based on the interpretation. But when I look back at Joker, uh, most of my Batman experience comes from the animated series. I mean, that's what really got me into Batman. And when I look at Jack Nicholson's Joker, that one stands out to be more of a live action version of that, which I appreciate. Um, I also think there's a little more Bruce Wayne, Batman, uh, then mm-hmm. there is really in, um, you can almost say, well, you know how the dark Knight is kind of like, it's great for Joker. It's great for that. But like Batman and Bruce Wayne are kind of like just a part, a cog in a wheel. You can almost yeah. say that for, I think, uh, Batman returns a bit in comparison to Batman 89, where I think you get a little bit more, you, you kind of see more of like Bruce Wayne doing a bit of detective stuff. I mean, you don't get to see it laid out. Uh, great. Yeah. But you do get more of more of that. Um, and they introduced the idea that Joker made Batman and Batman made Joker, which I actually kind of like that, you know, it, it just is a different take, you know. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've heard I've heard some decent arguments for both that Batman Returns is better or um, Batman 89 is better. And um, it's really just each his own, whichever speaks to you. But. I do find it surprising you just don't like Jack Nicholson's Joker. That's uh um, Yeah, I whatever, but you know. I hate his facial prosthetics quite a bit. Uh Yeah, that did kind of it it is kind of jarring and weird especially when he's not wearing the white paint. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it is kind of weird, but I, I do I like it though. Mm-hmm. It's not so it's not a it's not a bad movie. And I agree with you that it's a better uh, movie for Batman, like you know Bruce Wayne, Batman, um, and I think that's a struggle that all of the Nolan Batman films have. Because even Batman Begins, he's not a great 
uh, Bruce Wayne. I don't think um, what's his what's his fuck is a very good Bruce Wayne. Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. You also don't get the suave Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne either, right? You see him all in training and learning and coming back to Gotham and all this stuff, but you don't get to see him as like the Bruce Wayne Batman, like the dichotomy of the two. Like, yeah, I mean, mm, we so. get the scene in the restaurant where he walks, where he has to make a uh, kind of a distraction. So he walks in with the two hot models and he, you know, they're dancing, they're, they're playing in the fountain and he's being a, a rich playboy asshole. Yeah. But that's kind of it that you get from like in the in the 89 batman you got to see like that party he throws at his house and there's journalists there and yeah and you get to see a bunch of shit you get to see him getting to meet vicky vale and stuff and then i mean i know everybody brings it up but the whole that scene you want to get nuts let's get nuts that scene is fucking i think that scene kind of really solidifies michael keaton as like okay (laughs) batman batman could be under six foot there, there could be a five eight Batman. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, quite a bit actually, and I like, I like his Batman a lot. I think he looked old because it's the you know late eighties. Uh, everyone looked old. It's a weird time, right? Like. <laughs> You look at movies back then, and they'd be like, this guy's 20, and he was clearly 40, <laughs> right? And I, I don't know if it's the clothes or what's going on. It but could like, be the cameras, the makeup um, yeah. techniques, because now everybody... Dude, Tom Cruise still looks like he's in like his late 30s, and that's yeah. like in his 60s. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just so funny to me, because like, I think about that sometimes. Like, You know, and this is going to be controversial... But you know your your time period is fucked up when Molly Ringwald is like a heartthrob because <laughs> she was she looked fucking forty as well. <laughs> like all those movies, I'm like, what? The fuck? Really? I mean, in like Dude, Breakfast I Club, never had a crush on Molly Ringwald ever. I always thought I never she was had so a close. thing for her. I never had like a thing thing, but I was like, that's a pretty girl. Like mm. she's pretty, but mm. I was never. Yeah, I was never like I never like. Uh, fantasized or anything like it wasn't like you know Phoebe Cates or something. Yeah, like that. dude, Phoebe Cates yeah. is obviously the heartthrob of the. Well, we also me. saw the boobies. That's why <laughs> we got the. Well, we no, got that glorious dream sequence. I hadn't even seen that movie until probably the mid '90s. You know, because I was what five when it came out. Uh, yeah, but I loved her in Gremlins. Man, I had the biggest oh, crush yeah. on her from Gremlins. Not that, not as much Gremlins too, because. For the 80s, you know, like, I love 80s film. I think the 80s is probably the greatest generation for film, right? Mm. Uh, in, in a lot of ways. If you count 79 into 80, then it blows everything out of the water, right? Mm. Um, yeah, because then we get Alien, we yes. get uh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get, you know, yeah. I heard an interesting theory on, on that. Um, I think the, the creators of um, Stranger Things talked about it, that it's the reason why Netflix is kind of thriving more is that back then in the eighties and stuff like that, <clears throat> nobody really knew what to, there's no like sciencey like map of how to yeah. make a movie. Like almost you could see it in Marvel movies, right? Where there's almost like a map of each movie. Oh, there is. There's oh, yeah. literally equations now for how yeah. to do shit. Exactly. But back in the eighties, it was like shit hits the fan. So you actually can get like a lot of terrible movies out of the eighties. But also you get movies that you just don't you're not gonna see made anymore like that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what makes it so unique. And Netflix is almost becoming that now, where Netflix is like green lighting all types of shit. And you get 
a lot of different shit that starts hitting Netflix and stuff like that to where you almost got a bit of a resurgence of that more in a TV show format than movies. Although they are, you know, pumping out movies as well. Yeah. But like episodic stuff is re- is huge now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but, you know, Netflix is doing a gangster thing by they are, they're not just sticking with like American action stuff. They're throwing money around everywhere. Like there's a huge like resurgence in like new, like Indian drama shows and like they're getting what like my mom watches them and then I was the other day like some girl my age was like oh, I'm obsessed with this Indian drama show and like they're they're making so many different things and like you know they greenlit freaking dragon's dogma what the hell that's that's so out of nowhere so Netflix is kind of doing a, a great job right now of making some interesting content for everybody which is pretty cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the problem with Netflix is they have a three-season curse. Other than Stranger Things, they cancel every fucking show after three seasons. Yeah. No matter no. how popular they are or whatever, just because I, I guess it's, you know, they have to keep giving the people more money. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, but yeah, the 80s was definitely filled with so many, like, ideas you, you can just see came from cocaine, right? Like <laughs> That was a room of coked up motherfuckers. Like Dan Aykroyd said, um, nothing but trouble was literally just cocaine. That that movie was him just on coke going fucking nuts. Oh, gosh. I am Jean-Claude Van Damme. Today we are going to do cocaine. And we are, I'm going to do the splits. And then you can fill the rest of the movie afterwards. And you know, it's like cocaine, and I will do the splits. I think the '80s is like the best gener, you know, the best uh, decade for horror, for like uh, goofy comedy movies, because you know we had all those great John Hughes movies. We had Back to the Future, you know, so many good movies. And then I think the '90s is where we got the best like shitty action movies, right? I I think the '90s is where they perfected like meta. Mm -hmm. It's like things like you know, Scream, Last Action Hero. Yeah, like Last Action Hero was like. I remember being so young and trying to understand this concept of like wall breaking. Like I was like, whoa, this is like it's like a movie in a movie, but they're in the real world. Like that was that was a, a bonkers uh bonkers thing there. Yeah. I don't know if there was a lot of great like what what would you say are the great action movies, I guess, of the nineties? I mean, I could think of few. Well, but like, Turtles Two Secret of the Use. Well we had oh, uh Die Hard. Two. You, you say wait, 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 hold on. You said Teenage Teenage Mutant Turtles Two? Secret of the Secret- Use? Yeah, no, mom's groups ruined that fucking movie. What do you mean? It's like a great action movie. I mean, it's a decent movie. I mean, I'm a Turtles fan, but you know, they told them they couldn't even use the weapons in that fucking movie because the the first movie was so dark and so. The first much- one is mad dark, yeah. Yeah, and so they told them the fuck. Shredder literally beats himself up at the end of the fucking movie. They play a guitar really loud. He goes flying, <laughs> and he smashes a dock on himself. That's not <laughs> great action. That's just I don't some know. bullshit. I think that the intro scene to Secret of the Use where the kid is the pizza man and I think that first fight scene was so awesome. I think that that fight scene uh, and a couple other scenes in Tokar and Razor and the whole thing when Raph gets kidnapped and I thought that all of that I think as well because you are right like uh, Vanilla Ice is stupid. Mm -hmm. Super Shredder doesn't even do anything but um i'll give you that there's stuff in two that i love so much i really think it's that opening scene that really um i was obsessed with as a kid is is pretty good but it's also a lot of the action in that is so toned down and just like goofy like home alone ish 
prankish type <laughs> shit. And yeah, not dog actually, turtles. Not actually fighting. Like when you see Ralph getting beat up on the rooftop of the first Ninja Turtles movie and falls through the fucking roof and there's like the apartment getting on fire and you see all that shit. It's like that's a fucking that's some shit, you know? Yeah. And you don't get anything like that in the second one they just went completely goofy and because i did some like i've actually heard a lot of stuff the podcast on it and even read up some articles and it's like what happened to that movie was like mom's groups it was just like oh this turtle's supposed to be for kids but look at this first one and so like they they like pull their weapons out but they don't actually use them against well, like they use them non-lethally yeah. Like when Michelangelo hit somebody with nunchucks, it makes like a cartoon sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, like a uh, Leo like hits them in the butt with like the flat part of the sword and shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. I remember I was I went I saw the first one. Is the first one ninety or eighty nine? I think it's. Ooh, I don't know. It's it's one of those because it was it's, between. I don't know. I think it was 90 or 89, but, uh, I went to see that in the theaters and I remember, I clearly remember that shit ending and me being stoked that it was turtles, but yeah. I remember walking out and just feeling kind of weird. Like I had just watched like a grown up movie. I was like, yeah, yeah. that was cool and all, but like the movie ends with like shredder getting, putting a trash compactor and crushed to death. Very close. <laughs> to the if you read like the original Laird and Eastman, comic, oh, the, the manga. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very like almost, shot for shot in some areas like it's 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 very faithful to the like the source material of the original turtle stuff from the comics and i think that's why it had that darker like tint to it because like the whole thing with splinter watching his master and learning how to fight the whole rooftop fight the uh him falling and all, all that kind of shit that actually happens in that comic it, it's just fairly close i was kind of surprised when i went back and read uh the older issues so um, that's why I think it came out like that. And then the sure. next one just kind of goofed it. But I don't know. I mean, 80s is pretty strong for action, too, as well as horror and comedy and stuff like that. I mean, with your, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Commando, Predator. Movies, too. Those came out throughout that era. So, I mean, yeah. And I don't know. It's interesting. But I, I would I would almost say 80s is good for almost all of it. I think 90s started getting too formulaic with it. You yeah. have a couple things that pop out, like the the Matrix. You know, that's a really unique one that came out of that time. That's pretty yeah, big. 98, I think. Mm-hmm. But then you get like Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, and you know, <sighs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. But so, you get Terminator too, dude. And that's true. true. Terminator Two, one of the greatest action movies of all time. It's true. It's 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 a debate to be had. I give you that for sure. Well, well, I just um, meant you get a lot more goofy movies like Bloodsport, which may be late 80s, actually, but I, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. It been, 80s. But like, look at shit like American Blood Ninja. Bloodsport is incredible, though. American Ninja was my shit, dude. Uh, yeah. We had so many of those movies, like just the weirdo fucking one off action movies that don't make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the um, the sequels where they're just like, well, Kickboxer was a huge success. They get fucking step by step guy, <laughs> Cody. But um, but yeah. So yeah, I just figured we start off with a little movie movie chat. But you know what we're here for? We're here because the PlayStation Five launched. We're here because Demon Souls came out. And we all played it, and we're here because Seth's psychotic ass completely beat Dark Souls Two with all bosses completed within a month, which is <laughs> psychotic. But uh, 
<laughs> so I was, you just play one game the whole time till you that's beat true, it. That's true, yeah. It's something I play like four games a day. Do Jesse because you don't beat any fucking thing. I know. <laughs> I want to hear you like I played it to this part, then I just got distracted with something else. And it's like I, it's not that you can't beat them. You just don't. It's just I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to lose it. Like the thing that would happen with Demon Souls, the first time I played it. You know, with the uh, spoiler free, but like, you know, the very, very final confrontation is kind of just a placeholder fight. Mm-hmm. Like the very last thing you fight. I didn't know that. So when I got to that final fog gate, I never, I didn't play the game for like two more years. And then two <laughs> years later, which was the last year, I beat it and I was like, all right, here's that door. I'm going to finally see what the last boss is. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I should have just beat this. Like, I literally played that game again just to see what I was going to fight. Uh, and it was just uh, kind of just uh, an insinuation of a fight. All I so, got to do is tell you, Metal Gear Solid 4, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I but, know, dude. And I'm sitting there talking about it. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. It's like, yeah. I talk about anything. It's like, Lamar. See, you're reminding me because I get so bombed on your podcast. I don't. I was like, it's cool. I'm not going to remember this anyways. Now I remember. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so. I don't know. You want to start with our weeks so just to get them out of the way, and then we can just get to the, the meat and potatoes? Sure. It's been. Who wants to go? Um, I'll go first. I never go first. So my shit's pretty simple. I do the same shit. I work and I play video games. I've been streaming a lot. Uh, thanks to Big Papa Aaron, I have his old camera. So I have the Gen 2 PS4 camera, so now you can see my ugly face when I'm playing video games. Uh, it's pretty neat. I'm still trying to real. It's hard because I sit on a bed, so I have no back support. So it's kind of awkward. I'm thinking of how to rearrange this room so I can get like a proper like chair because one night of sit, like sitting straight with no back support, and the next day like I'm also super lethargic and lazy. But the next day like my back was hurting. But uh, it's fun doing that. Um, and what have I been playing? I have been playing. I I did pick up a bunch of games. I picked up something called Agalos, which is like a side-scrolling um, action game, Metroidvania-style, Zelda-style, kind of between 8 and 16-bit, probably between 8 and 10-bit. And then I picked up, and that's pretty cool. I played a little bit of it. I have something called Time Spinner, which came out two years ago that I have not played yet, but it looks, the sprites look almost like Secret of Mana-ish, like Super Nintendo-ish, but it's... Definitely a Symphony of the Night style game when it comes to the combat, the exploration, the fucking menus, the sound design. Looks really cool. It's like a time game thing. I also picked up something called Punch Club, which was a mobile game that's like a little MMA kind of simulator. Uh, I don't like it. It's strange. I bought it for a dollar. It's cool in concept, but I don't like it. Last night I picked up Chaos Code, new sign of... Catastrophe, which is a really interesting fighting game that came out on the PS3 or 4, and it was re or it came out on the 3, and they've remastered and added stuff to the PS4 version. It's a very fun game. I picked that one up for streaming because I'm getting back into like streaming a bunch of fighting games. Like tonight, I'm going to be playing Justice 2. Um, I'm not playing Injustice 2 right now. This is what I love about it. I'm just watching as my turbo controller hits X a million times and my AI characters are just leveling themselves up as I just passively watch my screen, which is awesome. I should um, that, man. I haven't played Injustice 2 in a while, but I used to play that shit hardcore. For it's, a a, it's an incredible game. So that's mainly kind of what I'm playing. What I was, the, pretty much like what's my week. It's other than 
completely still in love with uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's just, I think I gushed about it last time, and also everyone already knows. Still, if you don't have that game, I think it's completely worth it. It's wonderful. Ghost of Tsushima is incredible. But I um, <clears throat> popped in Injustice 2 the other day just to think, well, let me try it out again, because I was debating deleting it to get to space. And I forgot. It's just so good. It looks incredible. The roster is awesome. The customization and RPG stuff is fucking off the charts. The AI stuff that you can do to like kind of take some of the weight off yourself so you don't have to play a million fucking fights uh, is really neat. Um, been playing it. The only problem is, is every character levels independently. So it takes a long time to level your character. And also you get all this really cool customizable gear that has stat boosts. But they're locked by levels. So what sucks is you have all this cool gear, but you can't equip it yet. And you, the only way to be able to do it is you got to put the time in. So I'm putting the I time. I think in. you can actually um, you can take gear and make it look like other gear. Yes, so you, you use in-game currency. Okay. Or you can buy or you can buy for like $10. You can get unlimited. It's called like trans like uh transmog i think is what it's called and uh it's it's pretty um it's pretty neat i think that's pretty much it other than oh, i did go to aaron's house i spent some time with aaron and, and kelsey we got the uh playstation and we hung out had a nice time um and i think the last thing was a, another like movie note that i saw which was let me see this Okay, so I saw a video the other day explaining, like, you know, explain, you know, this movie, ending explained, and it was two parts, and it was a, one on Donnie Darko, and I was going to bring it up earlier, but then that conversation would have gone on forever, but, like, another movie that you can't make today, you can't make Donnie Darko today, and I, I remember when I saw it, I'm not trying to be hipster, but I'll be hipster, I saw it before I knew what it was going to be. I saw it before I knew it was going to be Hot Topic and the next fucking Jack Skellington and the next every scene kid's favorite shit. And it blew me away. First time I saw it on VHS, it ended. I pushed it back in, hit rewind, rewind and watched it again. It was awesome. Uh, that movie is kind of a conundrum. It's kind of fucking weird. It's about time travel and it's about weird shit. And I saw a video, I forgot what it was called, but it's, it was recently put out in the last two or three weeks. And this guy basically breaks down what he thinks the the movie means and it was to to date the most comprehensive shit that actually made sense so i'm really looking forward to re-watching that i don't know why i don't own a copy of it i need to go by the director's cut um because i just i, I realized again like how much i enjoyed that movie i think the sycophantic nature of what happened with everyone becoming obsessed with it i had to stop i had to just be like i'm not into donnie darko anymore because it's become it's become something other than me liking a movie. It's become like a cultural statement. So like, I'm not going to wear a Donnie Darko shirt because I guess I shouldn't care what other people think and enjoy yeah. what I enjoy. Yeah. But I definitely feel like <sighs> what happened to it socially and with the youth and stuff and like the generation just after me, how they took it. And I was just like, ugh, you know, like you ruined something that I really enjoyed. Yeah, you don't like things that people like. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really stupid mentality, mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to sometimes shake that. Donnie Darko is one of my favorite movies still. Uh, yeah, it really it inspired is. me. It's, it's a great movie. It was something that pushed me towards film school, in fact. Uh, yeah, the soundtrack is incredible. Uh, the this, this score, not the soundtrack, but the score mm -hmm. is, um, is, is wonderful. 
if you um if you watch the director's cut, there's a lot more explained in it. It's very <coughs> direct. It's kind of kind of ruins it in fact because it's very hit you over the head with kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I think you know the mystery is part of the fun, right? I yeah. I was working at Blockbuster when that came out and so I just saw the cover and was like, "Oh, this looks like a scary movie." And I made my friends watch it and we were all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was awesome. Uh Yep. And then I went on the website. There was a website at the time that uh, you would you could go to and you had to solve puzzles. Like there were these weird, they didn't make sense. You had to like click around and do things. It wasn't like an overt puzzle. You would just like hear air traffic control guys talking. And then you'd have to like find your way around the screen and it would give you more and more dialogue. And it kind of uh, led to people figuring out more about the movie. So it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember that website. I was really young, so oh no, I wasn't. I was about eighteen. I think I saw the movie when I was seventeen or eighteen. But I remember going to that website and just being confused, like trying to figure out, like, like what are they trying to get me to see? But I wasn't like, I couldn't figure it out at that time. Yeah, I only got like three screens in. I think there was like two more, um, but I got True. to the point where they were um, playing the air traffic controller. Uh, you know, guys talking about the engine basically falling or like a plane missing an engine and they never found the engine because it got sucked through time. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah. And closing other than also playing a lot of need for speed, hot pursuit remastered, uh, which is just so good. It's better than any of the Need for Speed games. A really awesome thing that I just heard was the new, there's going to be another Need for Speed reboot in 2021, uh, which is great because the team that made that game, Criterion, and they also made the Burnout series, which which is really beloved, Criterion's taking over again. So we don't have to deal with DICE making these fucking games anymore because the DICE games like Heat and stuff, they're cool and all, but they're just not as good in my opinion. But Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered is uh, definitely a, a really fun time. I, I like streaming it. I've been getting a lot of good numbers because it's new, and I think it's a game that not many people went and bought. So like... Especially like opening night was um, a lot of people watching and stuff, and it's a great game. And um, and then final thing is I got a movie haul. I ordered a bunch of movies one night on online, and I got Street Fighter Alpha and Street Fighter Generations collection, which are two really great Street Fighter animated movies. I believe now I have the now I have every animated Street Fighter anything, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Um, I got Street Fighter the movie with our boy Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, I got the blu-ray special edition awesome awesome and then two really cool movies one is um the last will and testament of rosalind lay it's like a b-tier horror movie like a straight to dvd but it's got a really interesting premise to it um in a nutshell the premise is basically main character is this guy and his mother dies so he has to go collect the estate and stuff and get it ready but his job is he travels and he collects Creepy, weird artifacts. So monkey paws, um, uh, possessed Tibetan statues. You know, he he buys weird things, haunted items from around the world, and he sells them on the black market or sells them on the historical market. And his mother passes away, and he goes to his old house to see. And he walks in the door, and he just picks up his phone, and he calls his lawyer or his broker, and he goes, why the fuck did you not tell me that my mother has been buying everything that I have sold? 
So he gets to the house and the entire house is just filled with every haunted thing he ever discovered and sold. And then he has to stay there and it's creepy. So it's not like monsters. There is a monster. But it's it's more of a psychological horror kind of movie. It's really interesting. I used to eat mushrooms and watch it a lot. <laughs> um, and the last one is a movie I haven't seen. I only saw it once, but I always remembered it and I always wanted to see it again. And the description is not what I remember watching. The description says it's a horror movie and it's found footage. That's not what this movie is. But it's a movie that takes place like in like the woods, like maybe a rural Virginia or something like that. And it's about like this these youths, these kids, and they're like they're really toxic. Like you know, think of like those movies like Kids or like um, Bully. Like when when the kids are real volatile and young and crazy, and they do drugs and they have sex. And it's called Toad Road, and like there's a road in the woods or something. It's mostly just a movie about kids like taking tons of acid, and it's a really weird psychological kind of, I wouldn't even say drama. I'd almost say trauma. It's like traumatic. It's like traumatic. What is this called? Toad Road. Mm. And I looked up a trailer and I was like, I don't remember this vibe when I watched it. When I watched it, I watched it really late at night and was just completely transfixed on it. I was like, this, this, this mood, this emotional color is so interesting that i wanted to see it again and the other day i was like i'm never gonna fucking find this movie again so and i went online and uh, this best best buy had one copy left and it's their, on their, tubi as well oh it's on tubi nice but yeah i've been thinking about rewatching that um just not sure because now i don't want to break the illusion of what of the feeling i remember and i don't want to watch it and not like it so i might just never watch it again <laughs> so yeah i still haven't seen endgame uh i i um i defect my week is over i'm sure there's more but we have a lot to talk about today also come to jester 944 or switch.tv slash the jester 954 uh i do plenty of talking and bullshitting there and you can come hang out with me there and um we lost our only fan <laughs> Moonwitch has left us. Oh, Moonwitch. Moonwitch. She, well, she traded because Wasteland Batman got his PlayStation first. No, he, so he's, he he's playing uh, Valhalla on his Xbox Series X. Not even the new oh. one. Yeah, I talked to him about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the homie. He's been, uh, he's been communicating with him a bunch. She's liking the Viking the game. It's Twitch, actually. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah, come by and say what's up to me. Um, and I don't want to be that guy, but like, come give me a follow. I believe I'll, I I met thirty follows. I need fifty to get affiliate, and I'm pretty sure I have my three viewer count up past three viewers. So yeah, even if though you, it doesn't matter, I don't really care about my account. The nerds account is the real one. Um, any real support, please send to the actual nerds account. Like, just give me a free follow. Don't bother. Prime subbing to me. Well, I, I don't need it. Yet. I'd rather go to the um, the nerds the podcast account because we need that, to get that one up. You can't get follows until you're affiliate. No regular follows. I have thirty follows. Oh no no. I mean, uh, sorry, subs. You can't get the like prime subs or any of that stuff until yeah. you oh, okay. are affiliate. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, but I don't want any prime subs. All prime subs divert to nerds the podcast, please. Are you affiliate yet, Seth? No. I'm not. So if uh, anybody wants to help, you can go to Sammy Savage 88 and uh, check me out there. It'd be much appreciated, but you know, it's whatever. 
You do what you yeah, want. Yeah, we, we got to do like we used to and get, um, get a list of all our buddies and stuff and yeah. start helping each other out, make a little network. Maybe instead of joking about a network, look, let's actually team up and make a little network. And by network, yeah. I mean we just shout each other out. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got yeah. the four of us. Got Wasteland Batman, you know, Seth, yeah. Sammy Savage 88, got uh, the, the Jester, Jester 954. 954, and you've got Nerds of the Podcast. I'll go quick. Um, my week is, you know, going to mostly be Demon Souls um, and PS5 stuff. Uh, other than that, um, I've been watching Fargo. I will be recording this week um, with Cinecast on Tide to Fargo. I I uh, missed last week because I had um, been at the doctor and I was like drugged up and whatever. Um, you know, straight edge boy getting on muscle relaxers right now. So. Uh, that's something I've been dealing yeah, with. Is you have tortellini or whatever it's called, torticollis, which just means Tort- you have like uh, it's like what the medical term for like a kink in your neck or whatever. But it can be bad, and mine is bad. It's yeah, it's been really t- like I had to go to the hospital the other day. Well, the ER, and uh, it was bad. I wrecked my voice screaming in my car because I was just in. It was such constant pain that it was really uh, pissing me off because I couldn't get comfortable. You know, like <clears> normally <throat> when something aches, you can find a way to like you know lay and you're like okay this is not hurting this way i just can't stand or walk or whatever you know i couldn't sit i couldn't stand couldn't lay couldn't walk like it just hurt everything hurt and i just got frustrated and screamed in my car it was fun um went to the er was there from like 1 30 in the morning until 7 uh got a shot in my leg well, two shots, one in each leg. One was a uh, muscle relaxer and one was uh, Motrin. <laughs> um, had to tell the doctor, like, don't give me anything narcotic because I don't take narcotics. And he was like, do you have a drug problem? And I was like, no. But I'm I know that Keep shit. it that way, loser. Like, I was like, bitch, I know it's waiting for me. My whole family, uh, like both sides of my family has drug addicts in it. I'm not trying to be that person. I was like, yeah. So I told him, I'm like, look. Whatever you got to give me right now, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm at a hospital, you know? But if you give me some shit that I can take home, I don't want to be the guy tempted, you know? And I yeah. know I'll be fine either way, but I just don't like... I don't like those that feeling. Like, muscle relaxers, the one I have um, that I got... So last week, Wednesday, I went to my doctor for my neck because it, I just woke up and I couldn't move my head. And it was pretty bad, but it was, like, more sharp, uh, like bursts of pain you know it wasn't like this constant thing so i went to the doctor and he's like okay yeah it's just tension in your neck um it's my right the right side of my neck but it feels like both sides and it goes up into the back of my skull basically um so they gave me this one called uh baclofen which is really light it's great it's it does like i take it during work hours and it doesn't even make me tired you know it makes me a little bit tired for like a second that's more like um not even a Benadryl. But the other one I take is cyclobenzaprine. That's like the big boy one that I got from the hospital. And that one is like yeah, taking... It's a benzo. That's, that's like taking uh, Benadryl, basically. It just makes me really tired. So I just use it at night. I don't take it during the day. <clears throat> I take one at night and then I go to bed. So then I sleep and hopefully relax, you know. Um, and it's feeling better now. Not great. Like I'm still getting pains here and there, but it's not as bad as it was, man. It was fucking terrible and then these bitches the er at 1 30 in the morning <laughs> ain't nobody there nobody i sat in that fucking room for like an hour and a half by my damn self just like like you know that kind of shit like where you're just like i don't know what to do i almost left i was like 
I'm going to leave and I don't even know where I'm going to go. I'm just going to walk the streets because I'm like freaking out. Like I was just freaking out. I didn't know what the fuck to do, you know? Uh, but then it turned out they had like a trauma. Someone got stabbed or some shit. And uh, nice. I heard them talking to her like, who's who did this to you? And she's like, my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. I'm like you trash. Let them come help me. Like, <laughs> but uh, the yeah. So then I got a shot in each leg, and then I fell asleep uh, for a while. They, you know, they were like, just hang out while it gets better. So I fell asleep, and then at like seven, she's like, "All right, dude, you're good. We're gonna discharge you." And I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "Can you drive?" I'm like, "Probably not." And she's like, "All right, anyway, see ya." <laughs> so I got in my car, for sure. Fell asleep driving twice, well, or more than twice on my way home very dangerous but i had to piss so bad so i got to my car i was like i should just sleep in my car i mean i was loopy you know like they shot me up no dog you did did, uh, you probably hurt your neck worse yeah i was like i should sleep in my car because i don't want to die but i had to pee really bad i didn't want to walk back in the hospital because it was like they had the the covid tent out front i was just like i don't want to go near that you know whatever and so i was like let's go home i'm in too much pain i can't really fall asleep well I wasn't like I didn't like wasn't like I like fell asleep like snoring. It was like I'd zone out, you know? Uh and like <clears throat> long blink and then I'd be like, Oh my god. And then Oh yeah, dude, that's the most dangerous. I don't know if you said one blink or a long, long blink. Long blink, long blink. Yeah, that's the most dangerous thing. I've done that before when I worked in the horse thing where I'd have to be t- two hours away by five AM. Yeah. And it's so strange how you can trick yourself like it's fine just take a nice long blink yeah don't do that no never <laughs> you're on the highway dude bro you ever have the one where your eyes start rolling back mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like that's, about to blink dude, and you're like uh-oh that sucks you know so and normal that's, uh, I, I i had a friend who fell asleep and hit a tree and died when that sucks dude. yeah i was ejected from a vehicle and put in a coma because someone fell asleep so normally my normal mode is if i'm that tired i just pull over and sleep but I had to pee, yeah. and I was like, "Do I get out of my car and just like piss on the side of the road real quick?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, that's what that's the answer, then bro." Then I get arrested, you know. Like, what if a cop sees me? I don't know. I mean, I was obviously not in my right mind either, because I would have just pulled off, gone into like a Seven Eleven, pissed, and then went to sleep. You know, like my normal brain. But I was definitely like exhausted and loopy. You know, it yeah. was bad. It, it was really bad. I, I had inventory and I missed it. Uh, I Luckily, I'm uh, one of the guys that runs the inventory at the, the branch I was scheduled to go to. Uh, he's like a lead there uh, for those. He's a sales guy, but he is really good at the inventory. He's really good at organizing it and all. He's a friend of Keith's, and I met him at Keith's baby shower way back, and we became like pretty fast friends. Uh, he, you know, I texted him like, hey, dude, I'm in the hospital. You know, I'm in the ER right now. And he's like, oh, shit, what's going on? So I told him. And I'm like, if I can drive, you know, when I wake up, I'll come. Because it's like, I know it's a long day, you know. And he's like, don't worry about it. Just go home, sleep. So I woke up at like 1230, which I haven't done since high school probably. No, so probably since I was like 23, 24, you know. Jesus, bro. I wake up at like 230 every day. Yeah, that's sad. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it is sad. Uh, Depression's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, like I'm almost forty, bitch. I can't be waking up at twelve thirty in the afternoon. I got shit to do. Got to suck the day's dick, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, but really, it's normally you know. It's, and I'm sure Seth, you probably know this. It's like 
if you wake up at a certain time every day, your brain is like, if you sleep to that time, your brain's like, wake up. It's time to go to work, you know, even uh, if it's the weekend. I would have to disagree on that one because I get up at like fucking three in the morning for work. Oh, and okay. uh, I definitely sleep through that anytime I go to sleep when I don't have to get up for work. Okay. I need an alarm to wake up. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's generally when you have like a nine to five and it's like a normal morning. And, you know, you, you go to bed at a at a normal hour every night because I'm sure for you, work nights, you're probably going to bed really fucking early. See, I no, actually not. I go to bed at like ten. But Oof. um I mean for me though, I only work four days a week. I get three days off. Okay. So basically what ends up happening is like Monday I'm like I'm good and Tuesday I'm pretty good and then Wednesday and Thursday I'll kinda start feeling it. So what's helped me out is, you know, I work out a lot more and lift weights and kinda helps give me a little more energy. Also caffeinate. But I actually have been being more moderate about that. Sometimes I can a little over caffeinate, but uh, honestly, caffeine doesn't really fuck with me like talking about. Like, I don't get jittery and shit like that. So, so uh, I'm not I'll as tell sensitive ya, to it. Only huh? one. So, when I used to drink energy drinks, right? I used to drink a Red Bull, like usually two a day, something like that, when I was mm-hmm. really reliant on them. Uh, there was one drink. You ever had Nas? Yeah. Oh, Nas? Dude, yeah. Nas fucks me up. Like, it makes me twitchy. So I used to split one with a friend, and then I'd be fine. But it's, like, too much. Like, I would be twitchy. Interesting. And I love coffee. Like, I live for coffee now. Um, But if I don't drink caffeine, like, I just I don't get the adverse effects. But part of me, you know, the straight-edge warrior in me is, like, you have you have an addiction. You have something that you have to do. You know, like, that you feel like you need to wake up. And I, like constantly battle with stopping you know like just being like fuck it no caffeine but then i'm like i like caffeine though like i, I like <laughs> coffee you know <laughs> it's and i don't want to do it to myself because if i do it i'll go psycho when i say i'm not going to do something i go cuckoo nuts and i'm like never again you know yeah i kind of had to do that with my eating habits almost and it's not never again i do like one cheat day on a saturday a week you know and like i'll have mm-hmm. fucking donuts and candy and whatever the fuck but then the other six days a lot of green salads broccoli carrots you know all that kind of shit and um you know lifting weights working out and all that kind of stuff because if you look at some of the early like the game running through badly videos like you'll see me fat i mean i've even shared pictures i think you've seen them before Mm -hmm. like i was a lot chubbier and what I am now, I was like 270 when I was uh, that big, and now I'm like in the 190s lately. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, I'm the heaviest I've ever been right now. <laughs> it sucks, but it is what it <laughs> is. Well, and it's been tough. Um, a buddy of mine is a personal trainer, so he kind of uh, he's got a small little gym area, but he, you know he doesn't like let all people in. It's like maybe one person at at a time. Yeah, you know, so he lets me in and use that a bit. And then uh, I learned to do a lot more workouts at the house. And recently I've been going to the gym with my mask and uh, working out over there and using the equipment and stuff like that. And it, it stays fairly empty. Not a lot of people go there anyway. So it's kind of, you know, you got a lot of space and to yourself and do your thing. So balance that out. And it's, I think it's helped me for sure. And well, I, I, think was, I, know, I was running. I was doing three times a week and I was, mm-hmm. I was at eight weeks and then, I got a shin splint, so my buddy, who's a, a a medic in the Navy, I hit him up like, hey, dude, 
can I run through these? Because I don't know anything about them. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. having bad shin pain. It got to the point where like I couldn't put weight down on my last run. Like I could barely land on it without like, you know, my leg giving out. And he was like, no, dude, that'll fucking break your bones. Like it'll, you know, cause yeah. micro fractures or whatever in your bones. I'm like, Shit. Mm. So yeah, you like, should uh, do some weight training, dude. That that was what my, like uh, the guy Renee. He's actually on my podcast now. He was the uh, he worked at the gym that I went to, and he set me up with a workout plan. And you know, he's into the same shit I'm into: anime, comics, movies, stuff like that. And we just clicked, so we've been friends since. And uh, he set me up on that path. And he, one of the things he told me, and he's went to school for it, you know. And um, he's like, you know, you. Weight training is very important. You don't got to balk out of control. <clears throat> but doing weight training, working out, helping build muscle, it helps strengthen your bones. It helps build muscle. And it helps like cardio all the time. Like some people, some people are built for that shit. Like Joe has people on there like, I'll run 100 miles. And it's like, fuck, dude. You know, like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Bruh, I still, so, even at eight weeks, couldn't run a single mile like straight. I had to run and walk, you know, like, but I was doing it. I was getting up to like three miles total, which was nice, you know, like three, three and a half here and there. Uh, but yeah, that, when I hear that shit, I'm like, fuck you. Like when I see, like, God, I love Senya, but sometimes when I see her workouts, I'm like, eat shit, asshole. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what'd you say the other day? She'll be like, I just went on a bike ride and it's like 50 miles. Yeah. It's like, what's, but hey, man, get it though. It's better than what I do. I do nothing, man. Like, like how you guys bike are like, ride, like bitch, how, that's a road trip. Yeah. yeah. I only do running like one day a week. I do like a run outside. The other four days a week, I'm lifting weights and stuff like that. And I don't go crazy. Like I've seen like this is one dude I know, <laughs> fucking dude. He'll he'll be like get these hundred pound dumbbells in each hand, and he's just like, <laughs> and then he'll just like drop them, and you just hear explosions on the guy. Like boom. I hate those guys. By the way, I hate them all. When I used to yeah, go to the gym, the grunters, they, yeah. those guys. No, no, I think it's called lunks. Lunk, uh, cause the gym I used to go to has a lunk alarm. Oh God! Which that's so rude. Which is like if you're over by the weights and you're like, come on, and you drop the weights, you can go hit a button that is called lunk alarm, which sounds yeah. an alarm, yeah. and they go and they shame the person. Good. Yeah, that's that's, that's uh, rude. No, that's yeah, that's not the gym for me. Listen, that. <laughs> I don't do all that pushing and like heavy strength training. Like I'll push weights and I and I'll put on heavy stuff <laughs> and I might do some like minimal grunting stuff. But I'm well, not there's, out there look, screaming. There's and I'm natural there. grunting of like exertion, yeah. right? That's one thing. We've you know mm -hmm. that's part of working out. It's the guys yeah. that are clearly showing out, and then the dropping yeah. of the weights to show how heavy they are. Like eat my dick. That is the human equivalent of putting a fucking loud muffler on your Honda Civic. Like. Eat yeah. dick, you loser. You it suck. Just, yeah. No one likes you and you have no personality. This is one dude who used to always come work out in a Punisher shirt. He used to make mad <laughs> always the Punisher because shirt. I love the Punisher and as a full disrespect because he would come in there with his Punisher shirt and he'd put, he would get like a weight and he would set, he would prop his phone on it and then oh, he would no. go get his workout going and then just do videos of himself like working out. And it would just put like try to put like the max weight on there. It would just be this ridiculous amount of weight, and it's just like, <sighs> like yeah. that shit there. Like, I'm all for do what you want, bro. But I'm sorry, dude. Like that shit there. So it's so vain. Yes. That, like 
Like one thing I, I I'll talk about working out. I don't brag about working out. There's a difference. Yeah. I'll speak about it. I'll talk about it. It's my process. It's kind of like really quick, kind of how like me and Aaron talk a lot about fucking, but we're definitely not bragging about it. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> we're losing our bonus. <laughs> exactly. That was a great episode, too. Yes. I feel that one hundred percent. But um, but yeah, I just don't yeah, I don't I don't brag about it. I don't I don't brock it. I don't put any Facebook post. I'm not like at the gym today. There's my Facebook post. Like the only yeah. thing I put up there is like video game shit. That I just that's what I find interesting. So Dude, I'll um, tell you this. The fucking guys like that, you know, have zero personality. Like if that's what you have to show the world, go fuck yourself. People well, like you that know, you is know what when I love I'm like, is, especially since a lot of times people don't take the time to just do simple editing or, or or trimming. I love when you see they've propped their phone on the floor against something and they they tap record and then you see them walk back and then grab the weights and then start doing the thing. Yeah. And then they have to walk back and then press stop. It's that little moment of like, yeah. s a bitch, so insecure. Yes, that's that's <laughs> so where you're insecure. like. That's where you see the pure like insecurity, like because that's such an awkward moment, right? Just cut it. You don't yeah. even want to see Just it. Just trim. And it's, you know what? You, you know what's funny too is that guy there. He's also the guy that I, I've seen women come in the gym, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, let me, let me show you something." And he's just <laughs> trying to talk to women coming in and like trying to show them workouts and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's like just, he's trying to trying to show them how to curl a bicep curl, but it's like for some reason has to touch their waist. <laughs> it's like, dude, get out of here. She has YouTube. She could just yeah. look up how to curl weights, bro. Yeah. But yeah, there's always those people. Bad. We need them. No, we so don't. That, so, I was no, say, we do. So that's that in the future, I get, we have we have uh, fuel for the fires. That's when I get like <laughs> maybe maybe not everybody should be allowed to be alive. <laughs> yeah that's when i get like genocidal i'm like maybe maybe people are the problem (laughs) maybe bill burr's right you went on a (laughs) w to call like we're at seven plus billion let's get rid of like two yeah no thanos (laughs) is right snap the fingers well no thanos is an idiot because his plan got rid of all life like half of all life so half of plant life half of animals like you're not helping people eat if the same amount of shit is available, right? Like the same ratio of shit is available. <laughs> you true. dumb purple no testicle. Uh, yeah. Well, and also the fact that like controversial statement, but whatever you get, but everything's ingested, grain of salt for comedy podcast. Um, randomly killing just 50% of the population. It's like, look, man, the guy who's, who's, who's grunting at the at the gym while recording it and putting on his Instagram isn't as valuable as this <laughs> polio vo- yeah. doctor, you know? Like, yeah. what if the, the doctor, what if the scientist who's working on the COVID vaccine d- gets snapped out of existence, but we've still got, you know, the girl in the yoga pants with 8 million followers on Instagram. Like, yeah. fuck. If, you're, <laughs> if you have that power, right? If you have all that infinite power, why not snap double the available space of every fucking inhabited planet space out all of the other planets space is infinite right you have infinite space to move space it all out so it's all perfectly the same right in terms of distance and whatever and then just make half of the population of any sentient race on any planet sterile half of everybody right (laughs) then they just fuck all they want and then you've got all this extra space 
And then after, you know, a couple generations go by, you snap again, you know, and you're just like, whatever. Like yeah, now everybody can have kids. There's a better plan. It doesn't have to involve killing people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and also, snap your dick till it's like 12 feet long. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, look, you turned it around, man. You Always. went down the path of genocide and turned it around to sterilization. So. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Uh, yeah, that's my week. But yeah, I do need to start doing some weights. I got to figure out a setup at the house. I have a probably suggested for you, man. I think it would help you out. You don't got to go crazy, but I would say definitely do that and maybe do running like once or well, twice a week or just do smaller, like 10 minute cardio. Or bro, you got a bike. You got a, you got a, a spinner, dude. Our bike. Yeah. Just no, do smaller thing- cardio sessions and do a little more on the weight training. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can go heavier on cardio down the road but build well, so up your bone. And I muscles. would like to I would like to get back to 3 days a week cuz I really actually liked I didn't like running. Running always sucks and I'll always say that it sucks every single time you do it's it. It's suffering is what it is. It it's is. the worst. But I enjoyed the feeling every week of being like, "All right, I did my 3 days. You know, I did my 3 days of yeah. running." But I would like to add in some weight training. I just got to figure out maybe buy some some shit and just work, do like some basic shit at home until I've built, you know, built mm-hmm. up a little bit cuz I used to go to the gym, and then I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. You know what? Um, I, I, I would do, if I was you, I would just do, get like a, a set of 10 or 15 pounders and just do yeah. a lot of like lower weight, heavy, like um, a lot of reps. So yeah. that way, like, instead of like curling a 25-pound barbell, dumbbell fucking 10 times, you can get like a 10 or 15 and do that. I mean, even 50. I have a pair of 15s, and those things get heavy real quick. Yeah. So I would say get like a pair of 10 pounders, and then low rep high uh high rep low weight is how you sh- like get shredded not so bulky and huge and it's also not as like jarring on your joints and excruciating on your body yeah you know what i also suggest too for you is mm-hmm. maybe pick out a, a show that you really like and tie it to your workout okay. so that like whenever you want to watch that show well you're going to work out and do that yeah and you can watch it and work out and it's like kind of like a, a thing to make it like kind of fun like for me, I tie it to podcasts. So I listen to a podcast or something. <clears throat> I work out. I like that. Or sometimes when I do cardio on a machine instead of running outside, I'll have like a little video popped up, you know, watch like a little 10, yeah. 20, you know, like 10, 20 minutes of an episode and boom, you know. That's true. Yeah. That bike, yeah. though, Jesse, that, that exercise mm-hmm. bike is definitely made for women because it stabs directly <laughs> into my taint and makes my dick go numb every time I'm on it. Like, <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I don't know if you've ever felt your dick go numb from sitting something, uh, like on the edge of something. It uh, it feels real weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, like get a, a set of like some low weights and then like, because that's what I used, used to do, like. It's not that hard to figure out like how to work out isolated. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a bit of a world class <laughs> workout instructor. <laughs> it's amazing. I need I need to teach me some stuff, Jesse. We'll have to talk after. Um, yeah, I do want to buy a bike, like a bicycle again. I had one. I bought a bike, and then I moved into that duplex. And remember, it was just like in the kitchen, and I just was like, it's just in the way. And then I was, you know, I, I moved into a one bedroom place, so I sold it. Um, and it sucks because I bought it for six hundred and sold it for three. You know, like damn. Um, it was a good bike too, but I do now that I have like you've seen kind of my neighborhood. You went on a W with me, so you heard uh, W A L K. Sorry if I say it, my dog will hear it. Um, Jesse and I did my normal little one and a half mile total uh, W the other night. Yeah, this fucking guy. We eat dinner, and he's like, "Oh, let's go walk Lulu real quick," which I'm imagining 
let's go like it's usually we walk around like the parking lot this asshole takes us on like a mile plus walk <laughs> i'm like it was literally the most exercise i've gotten probably all year i do it that was literally for, just a 15 minute walk. i do that like probably five times more. a day <laughs> yeah i should I do that literally four or five times a day just because she's a That's high good. pup. Yeah, it is good. Um, but I'm definitely, I've gained three pounds since lockdown, but I I don't like where I'm at, you know? So Bro, I've lost 15 since lockdown. Yeah, you look so skinny. I'm down to like 142, and I was like 155, 160 before. Yeah. It's depression. I, drinking, uh, I was sitting around like, I don't know, 185 forever for like 10 years. And then now, well, probably like six, seven years. I'm up to 188. I'm like, oof. This was like ever in my life that's the heaviest. So, you know, I got to, everyone has their own threshold for themselves, right? Like, you, you, you know, we all say we're fat or whatever, but that is relevant only to us. And it's only relative to, to us. So, yeah, it's only relative to what, how, actually, your, your actual, like, your body itself. Like, I'm actually like, more unhealthy and technically fatter than people who look bigger than me like chubbier people are in way better body condition than i am inside because i'm just lucky to have or lucky is subjective here to have a medium to like medium thin frame but inside it's just tar and poison so it's not it's not that good (laughs) yeah anyways so yeah that's my week wow went on a tangent uh uh, I'll go my week, I guess, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool, man. I'll keep mine a little quick, I guess. Um, show, just a little different than on shows. Uh, I watched the show Evil on Netflix. I saw Have it. heard of the show? Mm-hmm. No, you you watched it? it? I watched the whole thing. Hated the yeah, ending. Good. Really liked the show. It's kind of like a... Uh, <clears throat> I heard somebody explain it, and I, th- I thought it was fairly accurate. It's kind of like um, uh, X-Files, but uh, religion. Yeah, aliens and stuff. Really? Oh wait, does it have Cage? Luke Cage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it has Luke Cage in it. Oh, I put it on my watch list. Yeah, it's really good. It's the Catholic Church hire. It has a guy who's um who basically goes and checks like these kind of religious events, like demon possessions or maybe miracles, miracles yeah, or yeah. something like that. And he has on with him like psychologists and stuff who are like trying to debunk if it's like demonic shit or not and the show really plays with the concept of is this some devil shit or is this just explained by science yeah the dealings of man yeah and so as the show progresses and and it ends with a banger and um, it ends on a cliffhanger that's really annoying yeah well i also i I wasn't too annoyed i'm actually intrigued by it i'm curious to see if they're going to really embrace, because it almost feels like it might be embracing the religious side too much, but on the same side, I kind of feel like it it, uh, it, it could be science still. I, I think I like, there's still some explanations to be had. So. I enjoyed that Luke Cage uh, has to take mushrooms to see God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty great. I like that, too, that he's got to take Hold on, I sneezed. Well, I just had to sneeze. What, what, what did you say? He does what? He he's got to take – he has visions, right? He says he works for the Catholic Church. He's trying to be a priest, and he's like, I have visions, and I, I can see God. But come to find out, he takes mushrooms to see that. Oh. Yeah, that's how you see. Well, yeah, I get it. I completely understand. Yeah, yeah. 
it's 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 a cool. I think you like it, Jesse. From what you say, like if, I think, if yeah. you just tell me the main character eats is tripping balls the whole time, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> really? um, no, I know it's not tripping balls, but yeah, I actually do really like that concept because psychedelic drugs are the gateway to. I think the only way that we actually can see and prove that there are, we don't know what it is, but there's definitely other dimensional weird things and there's stuff in our subconscious and in our minds that we don't understand. And I am 100 percent sure of that. And like Aaron, I don't know if you remember like those trips, like. Yeah, sure, it's drugs, but I mean, acid's another monster. It's something yeah, different. No. Synthetic, I like, never did natural and... trips, so I I okay. don't I didn't I didn't meet God. I I well, I've yeah. done acid, but I've done t- tons of mushrooms, and I I did a lot of DMT allegedly. Uh, remember for my FBI watcher, um, but I I was lucky enough to do a, a good fair amount of it. Um, it's definitely yeah. There's something that we do not understand, like fractal weird shit. Uh, I I haven't done like how people say you meet beings, but um I can I can I mean there's no reason to go into a tangent about this. It's just yeah, it's the truth. Like seriously, you eat 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 five dried grams of mushrooms, um it it is not harmful to you at all. There's no way to die. The the only harmful thing is if you are epileptic. Possibly you can have possible it can induce possible seizures if at a high dosage and depending if you're watching crazy flashing light shit. But um, not endorsing anybody to do drugs, but I will say that I do think mushrooms are important, and I do think that every human being or person of power should have to take a trip and see what they see inside themselves because the truth, the light, and the way is waiting inside your own mind, and only you can see it. And it's probably the station symbol. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> uh, for, so that's a show. I'll, I'll do it like that. Show a comic a game for my week. Uh, comic, um, The Last Ronin. Uh, oh, Ninja you, Turtles. Frank Miller, dude. No, not Frank Miller. What are you talking about? The Last Ronin? It's the, the new Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles comic. Ninja Turtles, dude. Oh, okay, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a moment what I'm referencing, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, so um, basically that Netflix show, The Toys That Made Us, they brought back together um, East, Eastman and Laird. Mm-hmm. And um, they decided they were going to do a book together called The Last Ronin. It's about the, it's basically about all the Ninja Turtles have died, but one of them. And like the whole book, and it's only the first issue of I think three or four or something. And it's kind of a big issue. So the whole book, you're like, man, what Ninja Turtle is it? And he like has all the weapons of his brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of you know set in the future. And Shredder's grandson has taken over New York. And the whole world is kind of like destroyed by basically us polluting the environment and stuff has kind of really put the world in tatters. So there's like a small like uh, walled off like New York City that Shredder's grandson runs. And um, this Ninja Turtle, I'm not going to spoil it, say who it is. But this one is like seeing his brothers and they're having conversations and you can Mm kind of maybe defer it. But at the end, um, at the end of it, they reveal who it is. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's really good artwork. uh, A lot of cool action stuff in it. It's him just basically on a suicide mission to go after Shredder's grandson to get revenge because something happened and his brothers and everybody died. Is it Venus de Milo? Huh? Is it Venus? The no, that's a joke. When they had the live action TV show, they had a uh, oh. they had a girl turtle named Venus oh, de Milo. Yeah. yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> I have that shit. I have it sealed. I have a sealed DVD copy in case it's ever worth a million dollars. And I'm not lying. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought it at the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, I texted yeah. you. I thought you meant Frank Miller's Ronin, which is a comic written in like 83, 84. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, the last Ronin is an inventory book. Yeah, you know. That's cool. And it's new? I'm going to guess. Yeah, it's new. It just dropped. And I don't few. want you to answer because I'll, I'll look into it and hopefully read it. I know it's hard to get right now. Um, I'm guessing it's Raphael. That's who I always think because he's always the kind of suicide. He he's the like one that would be on a suicide mission, right? But don't tell me. Yeah, but don't answer. Don't answer. Yeah, because yeah. Leo's too obvious. Mm. Mikey is the jokester, but then it could be a. It, I think if it's Mikey, then it's like, well, you're playing up too much of the like opposites thing, and then but it could be Donatello. But Donatello's like technology buddy. But yeah, Raph is usually. Kind of, he's the he's the Wolverine, bro. He's the bat. He's like the he's the renegade. He's the mm. real one. Leo's blinded by his honor. Mikey's a fool. Donatello's obsessed with shit. Raphael's the one who's actually the like most logical and realistic because life fucking sucks, and then you die. And he's the only one that kind of like has that sentiment of like, yeah, fuck you. I saw like, if post- someone's gonna curse you out, it's gonna be him. I saw a post today that someone said if you if your favorite turtle was Leonardo, you a cop. And I was like, no, bitch. <laughs> I was a little kid, and swords are cooler than every other weapon that's there. I know. What the fuck is Duh. wrong with people? And blue yeah, is a cool hilarious. color. <laughs> it's hilarious. The book's good. I enjoyed it. So I strongly suggest y'all read it. Um, definitely if you're a fan of Turtles, I think you'll like it. It is a pretty hefty book. I think it's like eight ninety nine for the issue. Because it's almost like a whole like trade. Like it's it's a big it's not like just a little like 20 page issue like it's got like maybe 70 something pages i think Damn. or something to that really and, yeah so 70 is a lot uh i want to say it, 70, uh, let me, so let me is see. it contained it's just one contain it's a one shot yeah it's gonna well no it's not gonna be there's gonna be a few more issues that come out but you're right it is like a contained story because it's the two coming back together again they've been away for years they didn't work with each other they had a falling out like if you watch that episode on netflix of toys that made us about the ninja turtles it's a pretty Mm -hmm. interesting story they tell about the two and how they kind of rose and, and the turtles became really big and a lot of money involved and and then um they had got all of it right falling out because Eastman was the one still doing it for a long time. Uh, he still is, too. Uh, he still is with the new series that rebooted of the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. They actually do it different, where instead of like Splinter watching his master and learning skills as a, like a rat and then mutating, uh, in the new editions of the Ninja Turtles, the backstory is that um, they there was actually there are two Japanese clans like way back ago in like, I don't know, maybe like 1600s or something, like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And Shredder and his clan uh, went at uh, like Splinter's master's clan or whatever. I forget his name off the top of my head. But um, I know so Orochimaru, Ro- no, Roki, Rokusaki. Yeah. So basically Shredder rolls up on his clan kills his wife and then beheads his four kids in front of him and then kills him. (laughs) So then they get reincarnated into a rat and turtles that get mutated into what they are. So they're the reincarnation and shredder is also reincarnated, but as another person who is shredded, but they have access to their memories. Or at this least is the Shredder. fucking book you're talking about? This is not the last no, Ronin. This is the, this new, is the new Turtle series that's been oh, okay. Okay, the, okay. That's like 
six seventy issues or something like that. Holy shit! Yeah, they this and Eastman has been part of it. Laird has like stepped away from it, but after this Netflix little docu series that happened, they got back together and said, "Let's work on a story together." And they're doing the Last Ronin, and that's the book that just came out in October, and that's the book I'm talking about. You know what? Awesome. A story in the future. Basically, it's almost like Old Man Logan, but Ninja Turtles. Okay. You know what blew? Say something like that. You know what blew my brain out of my head when I was a child? Was finding out that in the comics, the turtles all had red bandanas or red, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? Yeah, bro. That was crazy. Yeah. When we made the cartoon, we realized, like, oh, we should probably give them different colors so that you can understand who they are at sight, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's a uh, so that's a book of my week, and uh, since we're about to talk demon souls and stuff like that, I won't really get into that as much as. But I will give shout out to um, uh, Resident Evil. I uh, played through the the first one, the remake of the first Resident Evil, and uh, really fun, good game. Uh, it was really fun going back to the series. It's been a while since I played that, and um, it was fun kind of going back, kind of remembering shit with it. And, um, you, you know, after playing through all these dark souls games and stuff like that, playing like that resident evil, I feel like they definitely took some inspiration from resident evil on some level of like level design, like playing through the mansion and how you got to find one thing to unlock one area. And then that kind of loops around to another area that like, it's all like basically the, the, the start of the game is also the door to the end of the game. But yeah. you're going through the whole mansion, getting shit, doing shit. It's all connected together, and you can see how it's all connected together in a way. And it just made me think of like Dark Souls, how that's mm-hmm. very connected yeah. together, and you go through one area and all that kind of stuff. And so it was just kind of like cool seeing that. And with the recent Resident Evils, they've kind of gotten away. They still do puzzles to a degree, but like two remake, two remake has some puzzles, but a lot of the puzzles are more relegated to find these items and then put them together. Where like going back to this Resident Evil, there was like a door that had a, a key code, like a key code thing you had to enter in, and to to figure it out, you had to light candles on tables in a separate room and those can candles cast a shadow, which was a symbol. And now each candle had a color with the symbol. And if you go upstairs, there's a pool table with a bunch of balls uh, that are different colors as like, you know, pool table is with, with their, the balls and stuff like that. So you, to figure out the puzzle, you had to go by the colors of the candles, match them to the pool balls Use those numbers and put them under the symbols that correspond with the colors and stuff like that. Like it's like a puzzle. And it was like kind of a cool puzzle to sit down and, and figure out. And like the recent Resident Evils don't really have that anymore. Like two remake and three. Nothing that is intricate. <clears throat> something like that. Yeah. Or other things. Which is, you know, kind of lacking. So it was kind of good to go back to something like that. And I had a lot of fun playing um, Resident Evil. Got the, all the MO disc and was able to get the ending with Jill and saved her. I played with Chris. Chris is supposed to be the harder mode, technically, because he has two less inventory slots uh, to deal with. And, um, and it's just a few little things that are just different. And, and But Jill is supposed to be the canon like playthrough technically because jill has interactions with barry 
And Barry, I believe, comes up in later games where Rebecca doesn't really, but Rebecca only shows up in Chris's playthrough. So um, if you play it with Chris, you never run into Barry, and technically then Barry dies in the explosion of the mansion. <laughs> but if you play it with Jill, you can save Barry and Chris, and that's supposed to be the the canon ending. But, um, yep, and that's kind of it for me. A, movie, a show, a game, and a book. Nice. Well played. Um, I want to. I have a question really quick, though, um, because something is ending at midnight, and I'm wondering. I've been debating. I'm an idiot. Uh, how does Humble Bundle work when you buy books on it? Oh, they're digital books. I know, and like you can just look at them on your phone, I guess. Yeah, they, I think they give you a PDF, or they let they give you a login to the site to get a PDF somewhere. Hmm. Because they're having this thing right now for like fifteen bucks, you get like three hundred dollars worth of all the Street Fighter Udon shit. Like basically, almost all of the Street Fighter Udon comics and a bunch of the art books and stuff. And I'm thinking if I should. It's only fifteen bucks, and all proceeds do go to um. It goes to some charity. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. (laughs) I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been. No, no, it's I've been trying. I know. Anyway, I just turned it, but. Um, but yeah, so, I've been thinking about buying that, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to not. Yeah. Yeah. How about no, Jesse? I'm sitting next to this like 200 page, page hardbound Capcom fighters tribute art book that I bought that I wanted for years. And I think I've looked at it twice. Mm. And by looked at it, I mean like flipped the pages and I'm like, cool, I'll look at it one day or that $60 dark souls, three art complete art shit that I bought. And like, Oh, I think the, I looked the, at it, I, I looked at it once, I think. The, the works, design works? Yeah, the design works for three for Dark Souls 3. Not going to lie. I bought one that was sealed, but then I sat in the Best Buy and I opened one on the shelf and I looked at every page. Oh, shit. But I kept, <laughs> so I, I didn't want to crack my spine, but I cracked the fuck out of theirs. So but yeah. uh, so you I it. think I that um, that, my PlayStation 5. That's uh, going to be one of the next games I get into, Dark Souls 3. Hell yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, I guess before we get into the five, let's do some maintenance with uh, you. You beat Dark Souls 2. Yes. And you did it fully. Um, yes. And how was your experience? I mean, it's it's a lot. It's, a, it's an enormous game to get into, so we don't have to go through everything. There's obviously yes. a couple of little points that we'll we'll talk about. Blue Smelter, Kitty Cats. Um, but uh, from one to two, how did you feel like the... Did you see the difference? Like how, like every now, I like my stupid thing. I always say is I call Dark Souls two, which you may need to play three to see this. Is like I call it the redheaded stepchild. It's like, it's like, it doesn't. It's souls, but it's like not. It definitely is, but it's kind of its own thing. I guess you'll need to play three to see. Like one and three are definitely from, one and three are like definitely like from the same mother. Yeah, like and you, they reference. they're in this. They're born of the same. Three references one, but it never references two until the DLC. So you get the Mira, you get Lucatil's armor in the beginning of uh, the second area. Um, Don't spoil too much for him. No, no, yeah. So you get Lucatil's armor. That's one nod. Um, you know, it's the armor set of Mira or whatever, which, you know. Don't Luke tell him. It's from <laughs> You're going to tell him? No, no, no. So then in the DLC in the Ringed Cities, the only time they l- reference a location in you know from two in three, which is um you you get to basically the place you hated, Seth, uh, the 
the harvest or whatever it's called um with the poison balls. oh yeah um it has an e in it why do we always earth and we always forget earth the name of this one place Indian realm or something earth like that earth and peak something yeah i know what you're talking earth about where it's all full of poison <laughs> earth and peak earth and peak that's earth what it is peak. said it I six times <laughs> um so yeah, you yeah, get that. You, you don't. I didn't even really notice it until like I think until you said it, bro. Like I was like, oh my god, I think this is Earth and Peak. And like after you said that, and what I think is, to, I don't want to spoil anything, but it kind of seems like that area of the game is kind of what it kind of looks like to me. Is it looks like kind of like the dumping ground or the like the landfill of like. A dimensional black hole it looks like it's just like worlds collapsed into this mass like, you know is, what i'm talking about aaron yeah yeah it is it's all of the it's all of the worlds kind of cr- crushing together yeah and like and a, a major part of where you're walking around you're like oh this is fucking earth and peak right now and there's a couple other cool things as you're playing in that that small area where you're like, oh, cool! They brought some Dark Souls two references finally, because there are little ones, you know, like um, like in Dark Souls two, if you look under the house in Majula, there's a shattered Lord vessel. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure if you caught that, Seth. Yeah, I believe but so. But th- yeah, the Lord vessel from one that you have to like, you know, you have to do the whole little summoning thing, in two in the house, like by that treasure chest and by the big map. Um, there's a Lord Vessel shattered upon the ground, and you get a, a little item around there too. It's pretty neat. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, so playing through, um, shit, I just had. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. So my understanding was some stuff that I've like read up on or, or like learning about. Two is supposed to be the future of of one or something like yeah. that, right? Like it's way in the kind of the future. So is three. In the future of two, I'm not sure, no. man, because it's a it's really messy and like timeline wise, I'm not sure. But I no two I t- think... two I believe is after one far in the future, and I think three. If if I was to guess, I think three is some kind of time smash. No, so two is two thousand years after one, I believe. And uh, Dranglik, Dranglaic is basically the you know future version of Anorlando, um, mm. or it's it's basically the next major city after that area fell, basically. And then mm-hmm. three is like five hundred years after one, and until the end. Um, spoilers: you kind of go to the future. Mm. You go like to the end of time, basically. Okay. The last. Yeah, and, and it still kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's definitely that's what I meant. Like it's definitely kind of a time funk, especially with that that DLC when you notice like, all right, wait a minute, worlds are merging here. What's going on? What time is it? Where even are we? So I'm I'm not gonna like I now I'm intrigued and I'm gonna see if I can find some stuff. See if Vadi's done anything on it. Like I'm completely confused on Dark Souls timeline. Mm-hmm. What the hell even is that? That's all. I just wanted to say, what the hell even is that? But oh, what the hell even is that? Yeah, that's a joke from the weekend. Uh, <laughs> chill. I'll say some of this. Two, two is is good. I would say, I mean, some of it is because they had the championship uh, covenant, and uh, oh I, god, yeah, 
difficulty, but you know, definitely bosses were much harder to deal with. Like even like going to play Demon Souls right now, I feel like I'm just blowing through it. Like it's you know whatever. Um, I'm interested to see how I go through Dark Souls three. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I had got some sushi the other day, and one of the guys there happened to mention something about the five, and we got talking about souls. He made a comment saying that he felt like Dark Souls three is one of the easier uh, games in the series. Y'all agree with that? No, mm, no, no. <laughs> the way so my take is is that one and three are very similar in style because you'll see like they're like from they're like of the same mother. Two, I think, is technically the hardest because I feel that two has some of the biggest walls when it comes to bosses, but also it's the length. Even though Dark Souls 3 is really, really big, Dark Souls 2 is takes fucking forever. It's, in, it's because of the DLCs. Each DLC yeah. is two is basically two phases. And in Dark Souls 3, there's two DLCs, and each one of those is two phases so about four stages so in dark souls 2 the dlcs there's three of them there's like six stages yeah yeah so it's really long and then when you get to the last phase the last stage of each dlc they have the end boss but then they have as you saw like a secret super stupid hard boss like Mm -hmm. something that you're it's weird like it's one thing we have to say is you did the championship covenant which severely affects boss fights and makes them very difficult and stacks them up against you really really heavily like you you and you did not turn it off because you're crazy and also when you got to like blue smelter and you'd fought him for those couple days and i was like dude like you're meant to find this guy realize how difficult this is go on your way go do some more level up come back to him later when you've cleared your mind and you were like no I'm going to fight him over and over. Either I either I beat him or I'm not progressing. And it took it was honestly kind of psychotic. Like you fought that guy for like a week. Like you did nothing yeah, but fight that boss for like it a week. It still wasn't the hardest boss I've ever fought. Uh the hardest one I ever fought, I think I did it for almost a week and a half. And I was Sephiroth from the Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. But that's Oh, just, I've heard I've heard about that. Yeah. That fight's just dumb. Like yeah. it's not even I about actually, skill. I enjoyed have you done it, Aaron? No, I, I fought him like six times and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is dumb. So I'm just not going to yeah. do it. Sephiroth, <laughs> Sephiroth, I thought that fight was great. I, I enjoyed the fight. It took me a long time because uh, there's like three versions of that fight. And Sephiroth has stupid range with the sword. And his first, his first form, he's just walking around and he'll throw slashes at you and stuff like that. And uh, as you're hitting him, his health doesn't move. Because he has so many health bars that he has invisible health bars. So you've got to knock out the invisible health bars first. And then his health starts ticking away. And then once you get him down to his next form, he starts mad dashing and teleporting across the stage, slashing mm-hmm. at you. So then you've got to be careful with ready with your dodges, do a lot of jumping, gliding, and keeping your shield up. Uh, and like it's pretty intense. Then his third form, he floats in the air and tells you, welcome to the promised land, and starts shooting meteors from the sky at you. And you have to dodge and run around those, and then he's still teleporting around, slashing quickly, and then intermittently throwing meteors at like calling down meteors on top of you. It's a, it's a crazy fight, <clears throat> and that was probably the harder one. Blue Smelter, I think, was like three days. 
I want to say say it was about three days. And it wasn't like three straight days, 24 hours, of course. It was like a couple hours here, a couple hours there. You know, Uh, definitely was Blue Smelter was. uh, Yeah, I think that was probably the hardest one. But the the thing that made Blue Smelter hard was the aggravation of actually having to get to him every time he killed you. Because that's the worst part is the run up. Yes, the run up. That was the worst part of Blue Smelter was really the run up because the actual fight like that's why I didn't stop and worry about leveling up because I can see like you can almost see the code. I guess you can say as yeah. best I can say it. like I could see the path to victory. Like I knew how to do it. And to be honest, though, like I barely squeaked out that win. If you see the video, like I had well, like you had you had zero health <laughs> like he hits you to the point where you couldn't even call it oh he's got one hp your health bar was gone yeah i yep. have no you were so dude anything because also be, just by being close to him you're losing health if you notice losing- i walked away just enough space to stop because he was ticking away health as i was getting up because i was close to him so i walked back and then hit the heel and I just got lucky that he didn't try to jump at me or anything and, and took the health and, and, and then went in and finished them. Yeah, that shit was close at the end. Yeah, so. it was crazy, man. It was a crazy – I watched it twice. I was like – like, I mean the fight itself because I, I watched you. Like there was one night, dude. I'm not even going to front. Like there was one night. I wanted to play video games. And I'm talking to you on the stream and yeah. you're streaming – and I was like, I want to go and play games, but like, I can't leave him alone right now. Like, I felt bad. I'm like, he's fighting this thing. And I was like, I I just felt sad thinking about you just like sitting in the dark at like 1230 at night, just like fighting this guy by yourself. And I was like, no, I'm going to be here for my friend. And I sat there and bro, I watched you fight this fucking thing for like three hours. And I was just thinking, he's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> He's crazy. He's like this guy's fucking crazy. Like, how is he not? And you're and you're just like you're chilling. You're fine. Your wife's talking to you in the background. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Maybe we'll go get some fucking donuts on Saturday. And you're fucking talking, and I'm like, what is going on, dude? Like, do you have a morphine drip? Like, there was there was a couple of like, fuck, damn it. But yeah, like, yeah, I'll give my fucks yeah. every now and then, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially when I'm close to it, and I'm just like, fuck. All right, let's do it again. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. fight the Dark Lurker? That's Dark the secret Lurker. boss in. Oh Dark shit! Lurker. We didn't tell him about Dark Lurker. Which one was you that? Should, wait, then it's it's like a it's a whole mess to get to him. Hold on. Can you still go back to that game file without? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can still. Okay, perfect. You're not done. You've got one final thing you have to do. So, in the Black Gulch, where it's like glowing green and shit. There's a cliff you can walk off of, and there's a big-ass door, and inside there's two brutal-ass giants. Mm-hmm. You go in there, kill them, you get some kind of key, it opens some shit, and you open up a new, like, it's not a huge world, but it's like a kind of a cave system, and all of the enemies are black phantoms. So they're all, like, full-on, like, you know what I mean, like, you know, they're phantoms, they're like NPC enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the That's end, there's... wheelchair. Uh, uh, you got to get into the Dark Covenant, and then you go inside. You got to give him a human effigy to go into that world, and everybody's like a black. Yeah, I think Havel is actually down there. As a matter yes, of yes, yes, yes. And then I there did, is a final. There's a boss in there. Okay, so I killed all the NPCs, 
but I couldn't find a boss. So no, I just probably more stuff. Did you do the thing where like you remember in the Black Gulch where there's those giant worms that come out of the wall? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you do a thing where you walk off the ledge and you land? Mm -hmm. Because I think you actually got to get a key there for the. I think you got to get a key there for another door or something like that. But yeah, I did that. I did Correct. that. Two big guys. Okay. Down the so then it. you're probably you probably you just find need old guy three times. You got to find yes. him. Find him once by the lions. Yeah. Once the in the cave. Once in once in that cave and once in Dragon Lake and then the castle down like below. He's down there, uh, somewhere down there by the castle. He's over know. down by where all of the um. Those really tall sentinels are, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. where you where you find the Faram armor. Why do I know this? We're nerds. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and um, I, I yeah. did met him there. I went into that world. I joined the dark. That's actually why. That's that is how I found out that the Championship Covenant was fucking me up so bad, because I just thought the game was just this grueling, and because I had just joined it, like fuck it, that seems like a cool covenant, whatever. And um, I've read somewhere that if you get uh, 50 all stones, they give you a, a ring that makes your bare fist like super fucking strong. Mm. So it's like, okay, maybe I'll get the all stones. Maybe not. I think I got like 30 of them, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> so I went down there and I had to join the dark covenant to do his thing. But I was like, let me see where this goes. And I killed uh, all the NPCs. And I walked around that place, but I don't know. I guess I didn't find. Yeah, I'm not sure either because I definitely walked into that area, saw five black phantoms running at me, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this part. (laughs) Yeah, no. I I was like, oh, I'm not going to see the secret boss. (laughs) I killed all the black phantoms, but I didn't see that. But I think I can go back there, so I'll go see. Yeah, there's something. If anything, just look up a text explanation so they don't spoil it um but yeah it's like it's like a basically a cave system and i forgot there was some kind of element of you have to light torches i believe is what it is so you need to take flame butterflies with you or something something so you can light torches and you light up torches maybe that's what it was see i thought i did that too i remember lighting torches and stuff like that because it's dark in there but but there's some shit and then eventually you fight the dark lurker won't describe him, but honestly, what's the name of the character, Aaron? He looks like a complete ripoff of a World of Warcraft character. I can't like, remember. Like, almost copyright infringement, bro. He's a reference to Dark Souls. Uh, to actually oh. Artorius of the Abyss. He's a shard of Manus. Oh, okay. Dark Lurker? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, shard and shard of Manus remembers... You got to go back into one and do that. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save my, my, um, my file in Dark Souls 1 until you... In the future, eventually, one day, go back to do the DLC because you didn't do the DLC for one, which is cool because it's just one DLC, so it's just two areas. You know, two adds three areas, three has two areas, but one only has one area, which is um, the Artorius Manus thing. Uh, I saw it because I watched Willie play and I saw all that, but I, I didn't, I didn't get to play it. Yeah, because yeah, you have to remember because the thing with Dark Souls, if you screw up and you beat it. They just bump you to the next game, and you're like, "Dude, I wasn't done yet. Like, I still had shit to do. Like, why did you do that?" But See, you got to remember not 2? to link the flame. Dark Souls Two didn't do that. I don't think it popped me back out of Majula. 
Yeah, I think Dark Souls 2, they give you an option. When you go to Majula and you speak to the Herald, the Green Herald, she will ask you, or there will be an option, do you want to start, like, do you want to go into New Game Plus? The other games just fucking throw you into New Game Plus. Uh, well, I guess that'll be something that I might do over the weekend is go over there and do that one. That's the only yeah. one I guess I didn't, I didn't do, but I'm pretty sure I did all the others. Um, uh, there is I, a supposedly a cheat with that Dark Lurker guy. There's a place you can go, apparently, where... The way that the stage is built, you can see him through a, like a crack in the wall, and you can shoot him with arrows and kill him before you even go in there. But oh I wouldn't recommend do that because that's oh, boring. In the face. Yep. The only one I really uh, there's a few enemies that I, I, I went off the fist with. Um, the gargoyles getting jumped by them and uh, the damage output. I know I switched up to the electric some electric axe I had on hand. But it just helped with the uh, control. Um, and then the tigers, I use a great sword because I needed something to do a lot of damage quickly. When that second tiger came, I had to kill that first tiger. There's no way I'm fighting two tigers at the same time for a long period. I had to kill it quick. So that's how I did that one. It's good. Um, but I'll tell you what, the Ivory King boss fight was uh, pretty dope, man. That's a really cool fight. I really like that one. Yeah, it was. I mean, I never beat it. I did attempt it many, many times. I didn't clear all of the extra ads to get rid of them, but uh, I just remember, like, it was a really cool idea, but it was difficult. Did you get the, uh, did you ever get the Four Knights? I don't know. Aaron, did you do uh, um, the Toasty, Toasted, what, what was his name again? Ivory King. Ivory King. Did oh, you yeah. do Ivory King? Yeah, and I did all the the warriors you get. Did you? Were you able to defeat him? Yeah, I wasn't. I think I. I summoned. Man. I think I, I think I got a friend or something. No, because at that point I was probably too high level, so I think I did it alone. He's not nice. that hard. He he actually isn't that hard of a fight. He's not that bad. It's you not could, a statement that I trust coming out of your mouth, dude. I know. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like the hardest part is actually getting to him. But if you have those four knights. It really helps out with dealing with those because they shut the gates one by one, so it yeah. stops all those people from just constantly coming out of the gates. So you need to get the the four knights, and then mm-hmm. and then one of the knights will actually be with you to fight the yeah. Ivory King at the end if he stays alive. Yeah, like if helps. you keep him alive long enough, yeah. Okay. Yeah, two's a two's a bitch, man. Three is not easy. Three. <laughs> One no. Dark Souls one is the easiest for sure, hundred percent. Uh, three, they were like, "What if we took Dark Souls and then just gave everyone infinite stamina, but you run out of stamina all the time?" It's extremely frustrating because they're just fucking relentless. Sometimes, like when you get to Irithyll, the guys in there. I mean, you probably won't have a fucking problem with them. You'll parry them and shit, but like they beat the <laughs> living piss out of me, like. Because they don't stop. If they hit you, you're stun locked, and they're just gonna go, 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 go. And there's literally four of them when you first get there. Like, yeah, it's a bitch. And yeah, then Irithyll is definitely a, a place that's that it wakes you up if you're not already awake. And there's just like every boss as you get through it just grows more and more unrelenting to where it's like, how am I supposed to heal? You know, mm-hmm. like there's multiple yeah. times where you're like. Can you just let me breathe here and there? Like, I don't know. The dancer gets fucking 
like just like on top of you. That's why I I don't care about summoning. Like I'm gonna summon because I need a break. I've man, I've soloed most of the bosses, but like Lothric and Lorian, I couldn't do it. I tried it a couple times and I was like, I can't fucking do it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that may be why the illusion that people say Dark Souls Three is easy, but it's because Dark Souls Three it gives you it gives you no limitations on summoning your friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. that's why it's easy because you can give up and be like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna." If it's three in the morning and you're stuck on something, there is some fucking nerd sitting online <laughs> with like oh, my level seven hundred character, and he's gonna come through and just. It's how that thing. You know who it is? It's Seth. It's someone's gonna come through with fists. And punch the last <laughs> boss for you. Because that shit happened to me with Bloodborne. I got to the final boss of the final DLC, The Orphan of Kos. I fought that fucking dude so many times. I'm like, come on, man. You can do it. This is the final, 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 final boss of the whole game. And I was like, but I need some help. And I summoned some random dude. And this guy killed the boss before I could even, like... That boss moves around a lot. So before I even I could catch up to get one strike, the guy just killed the boss and then did like a silly emote and left. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you this. As we get off Dark Souls 2, that ring you're talking about, I didn't know it existed. The the ring that makes I didn't your know bare it, the fist. punch ring. Dude, I summoned a guy for... Um, Oh, uh, I remember the, this story, yeah. The, uh, fuck, what's it called? The area with the Dragon Knight, the, just the secondary in the game, um, where you fight all just the big dudes. And I was like... Hide Sour Flame. Yeah, Hide Sour Flame. I was like, yeah. I just want someone to help me get through all those uh, Hide Knights, because once you uh, get through it, they like auto uh, uh, aggro you. Like Once you're through a certain part, I think I was going to fight... Ornstein, you know, the Dragon Slayer armor on the left side when you do that later. Yeah. I summoned this dude. <laughs> he was naked. I think he had a <laughs> pair of pants on. And that was it. And then he just kept doing the the emote that like points your thumbs at yourself. Look and at then, this guy. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> hey, look at this <laughs> and guy. And I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> me. I summoned a dude who's just going to dick around and be silly. He proceeded to punch everything there one time and kill it. And then we get to the <laughs> boss fight, and he punched it like four times, and then it's over. And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" And then yeah. as he was fading away, he just did this guy, and I'm like, "Whatever he did, if if he wasn't hacking, he's the greatest Dark Souls two player that's ever existed." But now I know he probably had that ring, and yeah. was built. He probably built I think that character. We saw it. It, it's a ring that you get, and I think it gets your fist like like three hundred damage. And that's without like the strength buff. So like if your strength is high and you have that ring, I mean you're doing great sword damage plus that, you know. Yeah, I think what we thought it was was or what you thought it was, Aaron, was he was using the rings that turn your weapon invisible. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like a PvP ring that like you're holding your weapon but your enemy, your opponent can't see it. So like they don't know if you're holding a rapier, a cestus, or a greatsword. So we, so I remember you thought like, I wonder if he's wearing that, but that that's probably what it was. He probably had the punch thing, and to t- more punch fucking talk. I watched Vati's new video of my first impressions of Demon Souls. It was really nice to see him talk about it. Um, we spoke about it last time, but he had his camera on. Yeah, handsome, handsome son bastard. Of a bitch. 
I had no idea nerds could be that handsome. <laughs> and have but, that um, awesome accent. Like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. I know, dude. He's got an awesome accent. He's super handsome. He's so mild-mannered and quiet. He's such – he's a nice dude. Gro- dude, if I was a girl, I'd be like, let's go. But <laughs> um, fuck it. But uh, he was playing Demon Souls, and he was talking about the little changes, which are – there's not many. And But he did say some of the animations for the critical attacks and the oh, backstabs the and the reposts. Better? They're the best. They're the fucking best. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, he was nerding out over them. And then he decides to try the, the fist ones, which is where you beat the shit out of them. <laughs> you punch them, and he's like loving it, dude. He's like, what? And he, at one point, he says something, which I just thought of Seth, and I just had to like put my hand in my face. He goes, oh, I'm definitely going to have to do a fist, fist run and just punch everything in this game and i was like no what what he's yeah. gonna do to seth and he's yeah, gonna bro, seth like i just punches everything in my game thinking about that too <laughs> yeah there, there's fist weapons in that game so yeah um yep. so let's go ahead we'll talk about it so i'll quickly just go into um ps5 stuff uh you know mine came on friday seth you got yours on friday too which was cool yes. uh jesse slept over we had a you know a, a boy town yeah, sleepover yeah we had a little friend some video game sleepover um but uh you know it came at 11 a.m which was random i thought oh man it's gonna come at the end of the day you know it's one of those things like yeah. i'll be waiting for it all day we i thought it was up. gonna come at like 5 6 p.m and i was gonna like i figured by the time we set it up i was gonna leave which i would be okay with but no i woke up at like 11 10 or something and like i heard lulu i went downstairs and you were in the kitchen, or no, you you were in the dining room, and you were like, "It's here." And I just looked at the table, and there was a, a an opened box with a PS5 box in it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it was pretty insane. Uh, we fucked up though, and went and got breakfast without setting. Like I should have turned it on, you know, plugged it in, turned it. But we wanted to do the videos. I I fucked the video up too. Whatever. Who we cares? It. We streamed Don't it. Matter. If you want to see us unboxing, you have two weeks, or you have a week after Friday this week. Um, mm-hmm. But we did, you know, we unboxed all the accessories, then we set it up, and then it was like an hour of like downloading, getting everything ready. Um, the Demon Souls download actually took a minute, but it's because I don't have. I need to get an extra puck for my Wi-Fi mesh so that that is pull, pulled directly into a LAN to a router, so it's gonna you know have a better connection. Um, yeah, I but, got an Ethernet cord hooked up to mine, man. I get like I checked it; it's like two hundred and seventy yeah. megabytes per second downloads. What the fuck is Seth talking about? He's saying he gets two hundred per second. Yeah, I get two thirty on my computer connected to one of the pucks. That's what I'm All saying. Right. I'm doing a performance test on my PlayStation now to see what I get. Go ahead, continue. Um, well, that's why I'm saying I need to put one of the. I need to buy an extra router and put it up there because I have a mesh and each one of the the pucks on my mesh is a different router so it gets a full signal and pushes a full signal i mean it's still wi-fi in terms of that but i mean up here on my pc upstairs away from the you know modem i pay for 200 megs a second i get 230 so nice, uh, nice. i do want to upgrade as well but it took a bit but we got it all set up i gotta say man i am loving the dual sense the controller. i get like 60 that's not bad though no that's functional but- but I pay for two hundred. You're on Wi-Fi. Hardline. You're hardlined. I'm using an Ethernet Cat six, and but my ether my my cable's a hundred feet long. Does that affect it? No, no, but 
Yeah, you might want to. I'm getting bamboozled. Yeah, probably getting bamboozled. It's okay. Anyways, continue. But yeah, I really like the the DualSense controller quite a bit. Uh, I think it feels just good in an adult hand. (laughs) Yes. It just feels. I thought I would hate it, but I don't. It feels closer and more akin to like the 360 controller, which I like. It's still a little smaller, but uh, it's it's probably the middle ground. and I was less hesitant to transition. Like PS3 to PS4, I was like, never. I love my PS3. And then I got a PS4 and like, you know, pretty quickly I was like, okay, this is better. But this time I'm like, it's more of the same. I'm kind of annoyed with the UI on the PS5 a little bit just because they made heavy changes that I'm like, they don't really explain to you, you know? Yeah. How to turn games off and like how to close them. It's like, you have to just go to the yeah. go to the tile for the game and hit options, and then you can close the game. Mm-hmm. When before you would yeah. hold the PS button, you know, and you can still hold the PS button. I don't. It's weird. I, I don't get it. It's funny how many people have said that. Like, the first time I tried to figure out how to turn this fucking thing off or close a game, it was like, what "The fuck do I do?" Yeah. And then eventually, you're like, "Oh, I just do that." But they didn't. They didn't do a really good job at like, kind of exp- like letting you know. Also, you turn the damn thing on and the thing won't shut up. It's just talking to you the whole time. Yes. Like, Seth, was no. yours set to read the text on screen? Yeah, it's default. It was so annoying. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to change it. Yeah, yeah. it was like, PlayStation 5. And I'm like, shut up. Like, <laughs> no one, like, no one blind is going to play PlayStation. They can't, you know, like... <laughs> So That's why true. are you reading this shit to me? <laughs> How dare you, you ableist jerk. No, I just mean there are many things that, you know, blind people can do as good as anyone else. Playing video games is probably not one of them. Just But you know what, though? A blind person might have a son, and that son can see and wants to play the games. And so the blind person has to help their son set up an account. Listen, if your kid can't fucking read they don't deserve a 600 dollars system <laughs> that's Shit true their if ass down and like, teach them to fucking read get them a fucking nintendo and i don't mean a switch get that motherfucker no. an nes get that motherfucker him a library card time and call it a night get that bitch a library card teach him to read and then be like when you can set this shit up on your own i'll pay for it <laughs> exactly dude till then daddy's playing it bitch you get it. the unplugged controller, which now they're wireless, <laughs> so you get an Xbox the controller. Thing. I saw a meme today. It was it didn't matter who it was. It was a, a picture of Lil Boosie, whatever that is, a rapper. But you know how like if somebody's eating something and like you're sitting next to them and you say something and they look over like what? Mm-hmm. And the the caption was <laughs> it's it says her. Hey, can my son play your PlayStation Five? And it's like me, and it's a picture of him with a mouthful going like, "Oh," because <laughs> like, could you imagine just dating some chick with like a five-year-old son? It's like, I brought my son over to play your PS Five, and it's like, doesn't know. Uh, I, I got, I got a worse, I got a worse story than that. A partner of mine, his girl, he was like kind of serious with this girl, and I forget what game it was, but he was buku far, and for whatever <laughs> reason. This girl messed with his system and deleted his save file. Oh, no. And he found out and just told her to go home and never talk to her again. <laughs> and they were together for like, I think, a year or something. Bro, <laughs> I, have, so I have never Jesus. beaten Final Fantasy X because my save file was at the fight for Sin. 
and my friend's sister deleted my save file and i was like well i'm never doing that <laughs> I'm again never gonna play this again <laughs> there were so many times in 10 that i didn't want to continue because of like forced like the forced blitzball game i couldn't do it that game was just not for me and I was almost like, I'm just not going to play this game anymore because fuck Blitzball. Like, don't make me play a mini game, you know? Um, yeah. But I had a friend beat it for me. And so I was like, oh, I'm not doing that again. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. And it's like, I don't love 10. Everyone loves it. Says it's the best one. I don't love that I love story. it. I don't it's love wonderful. It's the best one, but I love it's it. It's the battle system. The battle system and the sphere grid are so perfect. And it's such a Except fucking awesome game. I defy you. Except for Kamari. Kamari's sphere grid is shit. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm. I defy you, Jesse. Borrow my uh, HD remake and uh, or HD remake I have and play it. it. I own that shit. I own that shit on PS3 and, and 4. Try and play it. I beat it. No, you didn't. Final Fantasy X was the first Final Fantasy I ever beat. No, no, no. I'm saying beat it now. <laughs> oh, I know what I went through to beat that game. I'm not doing that again. Did you go <laughs> fight all the um, like the secret? No, I didn't fight the dark aeons. I fought the first dark aeon, and I was like, because mm. you beat the game, and then you're like, oh my god, there's more. I'm gonna fight dark versions of all the summons. Awesome! I fought the dark phoenix aeon once, mm. and was like, oh. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just never played it. And then I put 10-2 in, started it. And once I did a couple of battles with like the moving around and the timer, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this. dude. Because I really want to play 10-2 because I love the whole idea that they're in a girl group and then they have uh, wardrobe changes. I love that. But the combat that has the timer that I cannot stop and the fact that I can command my character to throw a grenade at an enemy, but the enemy can decide to hop to the right and not get hit. Fuck you, bro. I played through 12 Zodiac Age start to finish. Loved it. Mm -hmm. I have tried four times to play 10 HD just because, you know, like I have it and I've never beaten 10 Mm -hmm. and I am bored within, I don't know, two hours. Yes, well, I'll I tell you what, what I did. I had to do. I had to cheat. I had to look up guides for the um, the temples with the sphere puzzles. Yeah, that's where I got. And, I got to the first yeah. one, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm not gonna do this." If I didn't look up exactly like take this one, go over here, put it there. If I didn't look up those guides, I would have never got past this. Maybe the first or second one. So yeah, like I only beat that game because with. Those sphere temple puzzles, whatever they were called, trials of yeah, whatever. the summoner trials or whatever. Summoner trials, I think you're right. Uh, if it wasn't, if those would have stopped me from playing the game, like I, I looked up straight up guides. Like I literally looked up YouTube videos and like step by step, like watched it for five seconds, pause, did the same five steps, unpause. I did that, and then also there's one fight with a dragon when you're like there's like magic sigils and you have to hop from sigils to sigils i had to look up a guide on that i'm not going to learn that kind of shit like mm-hmm. this well, is those, not a level i'm going to get at and it, I'm, I'm comfortable it's been a long time since i played through that game i think i played through it twice maybe three times i played the shit a lot when yeah. i was young. but well, the general fighting i love I, the general I, stuff I, I love i'm the asshole who dodged lightning 200 times and got oh. that item for no, Doug. yeah <laughs> I saw it. I tried it. I think I got up to like 70 or something. The way that I am right now is because I did stupid shit like that as a kid. (laughs) It's like, 
I'm just still stuck in my brain to do it because like I like to do I'm not a get the platinum guy, but I am a like I want to beat all the the, the bosses. I want to do all the little challenges. Like I want to do that. But if you're gonna give me a trophy list of made up challenges, I don't really care about that. That's not my concern. Well, yeah, I heard it the other day when we were talking when you said like I see kind of like this tick you have like you'd you'd beat Devil May Cry and then they unlocked another difficulty and you were like fuck. So when you see a new difficulty unlock, you automatically think like oh I got to do that one now. Not always, uh, and I'm a little slower to do it than that. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, I'll tell you, I put it more, it's more like this. If you put up a harder difficulty and I start it, I have a tick where I got to finish it. But okay. uh, it's not always that I'm just going to keep doing it until whatever, you know, like, because again, like I'm not one to go for the platinums on shit. Like you're going to make up some arbitrary, like, do this thing for this amount of time and you get a trophy. Yeah, but you just said you're the asshole who dodges lightning 200 times. But it's times. to get an <laughs> item, right? I wanted to get an item. and It's to do things and to get things in the game. That's what kind of... Okay, truth, truth, truth. Not like some trophy that clicks for no reason at all. See, with me, what I do is I beat the game on normal and then instead of upping my difficulty... I just keep playing it at normal till I get pretty good at normal. And then I go, I'm really good at video games. So like, <laughs> I'm really good at Dark Souls, but it's because I only played on New Game. I've never played New Game Plus on any From game. I do not do it. I don't. I'm not going to. I have no interest. No interest in playing New Game Plus. I played New Game, I do my thing, and I'm really good at video games. So it's good. Yeah. It's kind of a delusional thing to do, but it's okay. Hey. It's it's just yeah, like even with fighting games, like I don't play them on this max hard. I play them my comfort level to where I'm having fun. And once something is, you know, like 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 Aaron was saying earlier, Blitzball, that was a wall because you there's there's one for sure for sure game you have to pass, and that for me took like multiple tries. And people are like, what are you talking, bro? Blitzball is super fun and easy. That was nothing. Like, no, I don't know why. I do not understand Blitzball. I think I should. It's just offense, defense, sports. But there's something about Blitzball I just do not understand. And a simple Blitzball game on easy, I'm just fucking completely lost. Yeah. It's like it's like tactics games for me. I, 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 I can't play games like Fire Emblem and and stuff like that I want to, but I'm, I'm just no good at them. Makes sense. I, I can see that. There's, there's certain games or certain things, like mini games and shit, that turn me off, you know, as, as well. Like, I'm not big on the card game shit, like in Final Fantasy VIII and IX and all that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's not really... Yeah, and Witcher. But, um... But to, that, get, so to keep... Go ahead. No, I was about to say, yeah. Like you said, Jesse, go ahead for it. Let's get back to the PlayStation 5. And, yeah, uh, yeah, so, um, like, so, I'm, so yeah, so we, we got the 5, or Aaron got the 5. I was able to be there to see it. And then we loaded it up. I, I will say this. It was it was fun to see, like, Aaron was kind of hype, hype beasting when we started Demon Souls. So it was fun to see him, like, excited and shit. It's, you can see it. You can see it live. Because um, it so, was awesome. It's so good looking. It's yeah. so good looking. And it's so good sounding. I was I keep saying it, but even just the footsteps sound weighty and, and our our the the sound design on it are so good. And the fucking dude, there's a reason Vadi was freaking out and you want to do it with every weapon. The fucking critical strikes animations yeah. are amazing. And now they have 
two for each. So there's a specific backstab for two-handing a weapon and one-handing a weapon, and the same for parries. So every yeah. different weapon type has two has four different critical strikes. Mm. Yeah, and even a lot of the actual attacks are changed. But what they did was, I mean, this is I'm just paraphrasing from Vadi, uh, shout out to Vadi. Um, which is some of them, like especially when you see like some of the moves, they look cooler. They pretty much kept the f- they kept the same timing and frame rate and basic hitbox shit, but tried to add a little bit of flair while still basically retaining the same time signature and hitbox. So it's the same attack, but adding some some like uh, I don't know some body to it, some flair because. Yeah, some flair, uh, body, zest, whatever you, flavor of the weak word you want to use, um, and they did the, they did, they did it, dude. It was funny to watch that video. Like, you kind of see him. Like, he doesn't nerd out hard, but you see him. Like, when he figures out, like, oh fuck, they gave everything new criticals, and he's like, he spent like the first half of his stream just like finding new weapons to test all the criticals. And I brought up with you set up earlier about you said earlier, like when he tried the no handed, he was like. Yo, the fists are so brutal. I'm probably gonna do a no, like a fist run. I showed you that shit too when you was uh, we were streaming. And you was talking to me. On yeah, the you were like, watch and how I, said, I punch this motherfucker out. Yeah, I said, watch me parry this dude and punch him, and watch the animation, and it's fucking brutal. It's like, brutal. It's From fucking- behind, it's even brutal because it's like a, it's like a multiple liver shot. Yeah, like it's like a kidney. I don't know whatever's on the right side, like. It's from behind. I'd rather take the face punches than the back one because it's like organ destruction. It's it's pretty sick, bro. It's brutal. They did a fucking bang up killer job, man. Um, and I've been uh, hooking up Aaron with some weapons. Mm-hmm. Nice. Aaron, I got another weapon to hook you up with, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need your help because I really like. Again, I've already done this game, so on I'm on the original 3 so I'm not as concerned about doing it too much solo yeah yeah and I soloed that entire make, game too so. but it's going to be hard like what we're about to do next is going to be hard as fuck but um I think we could do it buddy yeah hell yeah uh so I'll say my I love it I think so far it's game of the year for me I I think Demon Souls remake is 10 out of 10 but mm. but big but I have to take a point. It's going to be a 9.5 or a 5.5. 5.75 or 4.75, sorry. Uh, dicks. You can't delete characters. <laughs> yeah, they need to patch that. One of the biggest oversights in gaming fucking history, especially in the year of our Lord 2020. Like, <laughs> bruh, what are you talking about? I keep making guys to try to beat the Vanguard demon, and I'll get really close, and then I'll get, you know... I hit, he'll hit me from one of those back swings and I'll die. And I'm like, damn, like I got him to like 10% on my yeah. royal. And I'm like, well, I want to keep trying until I get it, but I can't delete those guys. And I'm like, what yeah. do I do? You know? Yeah. Even if there's an unlimited amount, like you don't want that clutter in yeah. your, in your UI. Fuck no. And the save loads don't tell you what the character is. Like you have no, identifier so if you're a guy that always names your guy you know whatever like steve or whatever you know yeah you don't know which steve is your steve that you play your main you know your main steve so you have to name them smart like i name i usually name characters something around what they do like i mean i named my guy too cute for you in in dark souls 3 because i just thought it'd be funny like i i know who i played a lot of 
Uh, and you'll know you, you can jump into a character and you're like, okay, I was using this weapon, these stats, whatever. But generally, if I'm making a guy, like if I'm making a Dex dude, I'll call him Dexter so that I know when I look at it, I go, oh, that's a Dex guy, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And this, it's like, bro, that's one of the basic functions. I'm like, what planet are we on? Yeah, it's just save, like, you know, it's just save management. Like, yeah. It's really weird that that's an issue. Because I looked it up and it's, you're not the only one, like, there's a huge amount of people online who are just like, are you are you really serious? There's yeah. no way to remove a character. So, but so this reminds me of Dark Souls One with the Asylum Demon. So you only get one shot at the Vanguard, and that's the first one. Or can you go yeah. back? No, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because you don't get to go back to the um, whatever it's called, the Void or the. the you go thing. back to the prison. No, 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 not no. In, I mean in demons. In demons. in demons, you don't get to like oh, if you don't beat them the first time, you don't get to do it again. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you're right. You don't. I mean, I think it's is it the same demon though in the shadow shadowland? It is, but you only get the items you get for that. So if you beat him, you go through and you get a soul, and then uh, in the next area you go to the dragon god. It teleports you right into that hallway, and then there's like a bunch of soul items that you get. Yes, like you start there out with is. Some extra shit. Yeah, I got it all. And there's a cool scene too where you walk right up to the dragon god, and he basically just like grabs you and just drags your body across the pavement. Like, and yeah. you see all that shit. It's pretty. Yeah, cool. it's fuck. It's pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's pretty brutal. He he basically punches you, but your body slides face down, yes. and the camera's really dramatically panned, like right up, right in front of your head. You're yep. face down, dragging like 30 feet, and there's like blood splattering out of your fucking head. I mean, obviously, there's no blood on you. It's just like blood mist, you know, graphics. But yeah. uh, I watched it. I think I watched it in that body video earlier. Earlier, and uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, he fucking he hits you, and you slide for like 30 feet. It's like Aaron back in the 90s when he got thrown out of his car. And in the video you saw, I'm right? sorry. It was 2003. <laughs> was that okay? Was that too much? It was 2003, okay, bitch. 2003. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, in the Vati video, though, Um, did he get a weapon or just – like all I got is a helmet and then like a bunch of high-level healing stuff and then some like a soul. I don't know. Stuff. I'm going to look it up now what you get. But uh, no, he just cut it quick. Okay. Yeah, because I got a – I think I got a helmet. I got a bunch of like – like story or like whatever kind of souls. Mm -hmm. And then I got like a bunch of like uh healing items. Um like the full crescent uh herbs or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. The full moon. But uh yeah. But um That's my only I problem with the game right now actually. It's just the save you can't delete save. <laughs> he says a genius old wiki. Uh, I'll tell uh, you, you get four full moon grass, three renowned soldier souls, three shards of hardstone, three shards of sharpstone, in addition to a gray demon's soul. I wish too that the uh, the other thing I, I'll give some issue with demon souls about, and uh, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong in this, but I feel like there's there should have been a better way of tackling tendency. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. They, tendency is still in like I actually get it now. I, I do get it a little better now, but it's still like maybe a tendency item or 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 like something. They just left it. Well, and they they should be, make it right? so you can lock your your tendency if you want to, right? So if you if you're oh you can to, lock it. No, no, they should have made it so you can. Oh, you know what I mean. 
because that's the management of it is the hard part. It's like I'm trying to get there and then oops, I fucking you know if I'm if I'm trying to get to white two or you know full white tendency. Oh, I died at a boss human, or I died human for a fuck up. Like you're yeah. fucked, you know. Yeah. Or maybe something like if you're human, you can spend, you can use, you can uh, sacrifice your humanity to lock your tendency. Yeah. Well, you kind of that can. way it's a trade. Uh, well, you kind of can. If you want dark tendency, you actually have to just kill yourself as a human. That's what I've been having to do. I've been having to waste my stones that turn ephemeral eye. Yeah, they're from my and I just been having to turn human and commit suicide, and that turns the world dark. Uh, if you want it to go light, you have to kill bosses, for the most part. And uh, I think there's like maybe one other thing, but basically, you got to kill bosses. So this, so this is the problem with that. You could get dark tendency fairly easy. It's just suicide, but light tendency is tied to bosses. You only get one shot at that per playthrough. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, they, I did read something about like the online stuff. If you get invaded and beat invaders, that's also supposed to help your tendency. Mm. But from what I gather, it doesn't help the world tendency. It helps the character tendency, right? So there's a special NPC that comes out that I was telling you about before we started recording. And she is like an evil character. Uh, Miss. Mephistopheles or some shit like that? Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. She comes out and basically, basically, there's a character in there called Yurt. And if you free him, he's basically from Dark Souls 1. Do you remember the guy with the gold armor who sits yeah. in front of your firekeeper? Mm-hmm. And if you Hardly. just let him there, he he kills her or he takes her yeah. and brings Yeah. So he's basically somebody like that that you find in World 3 2. You'll find somebody like that. And you have a choice. You can free him. And he'll go into your nexus, and if he's left unchecked, he will kill everybody in your nexus slowly, one by one. You'll just yeah. come back, and then you'll find dead bodies and souls. Like you'll collect souls. Like what? Because I did that shit on my first playthrough. I didn't know. And then like I'm walking through my nexus, Wait. and I'm like, "What the fuck is this soul doing here?" Is I thought he like, that a guy with the bowl shit. cut. Yeah. Oh fuck! I gotta kill him. He killed yeah. my my uh, cowardly warrior guy. He's gonna start. He's gonna start with yeah. the level people first, but he will kill your item. Like, everyone, the sorcerer, everyone, blacksmith, kill them all. Kill everybody. <laughs> he will kill him asap. So is um, he a hard fight? Now, after you kill him, if your character is dark tendency, that chick will come out. And then hire you to do what Yurt was doing. Okay. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm playing around with it. At the end of it, you got to fight her. So I'm going to fight her. I'm deciding how many people want to kill before I'm going to fight her. And I don't know if I really want to kill Patches. So I'm thinking I'm just going to fight her when I get back in. And uh, she gives you a parry dagger uh, for killing her as well as outfit. So, uh, so there's stuff like that that's cool, but to get dark character tendency, I had to invade people's worlds and kill them. So I killed like two people and my character was like completely black. Mm. And then she popped up in the Nexus when I went back into it. At least so, it's a quick okay. amount of people. It's not like kill 30 people, you know? Yeah, no, it was just like two. So they, you're right. It is nice. Like it's not. Okay, that's good. Yeah. It's not something super extreme where it's like, fuck, but and, and that's not actually yeah. The, it's not Dark Souls three where it's like 
get 30 pale tongues. Uh, yep. It's like, fuck you, dude. And there, and also, like, the drop rate is 0.4%. It's like, ugh, so rude. But I, maybe I don't know all the ways, but the problem is, like, that online shit is tied to character tendency. World <laughs> tendency is tied to bosses and is tied to your deaths as a as human. If you die as a human, you will get a darker world tendency. The darker world tendency turns the game much harder. You have more enemies that will be like red, like invaders. Yeah, and- the I think some of the eyes will glow red too sometimes. Like in Dark Souls 3, there's red eyes. Yeah. So those enemies, and not just those, but all the enemies too. If your world is dark, everybody does more damage to you. I think you're a little weaker. And then there'll also be a special, unique, uh, like there'll be like a door open or a pathway clear that will lead you to like a unique uh, character, an NPC that will fight you. If it's dark, they will fight you. If it's light, you you like can save them. You can interact with them. Other than the executioner, because she tried to kill you. Um, yeah, Aaron, yeah, I had to kill her. It, mm. Yeah. So, have you guys taken a look at the trophy list at all? No, no a lot of it's hidden. Uh, so I didn't look at the unhidden stuff, but like on PlayStation, I looked at it this morning. I was looking over, but a lot of it is like hidden trophy. Um, oh, you don't look at those? I, I don't mind. I I just didn't go to a site that you know. Yeah, because I was just wondering, like, <clears throat> how how preposterous is the is the platinum? Platinum. Uh, I'm looking at PowerPix.com. No spoilers, but the estimated trophy difficulty is five out of ten. Mm. And the approximate wow, approximate t- hours of time to get the platinum is only twenty five to thirty hours. You have so, to get every named weapon, though. That's another thing, I believe. Yeah, so way. they're probably talking about, oh, you can do it in one playthrough if you do everything perfectly, perfect every time, perfect, perfect. So, every, oh no, maximum magic. minimum playthroughs is three. Mm. Always. So you you have to beat it three times. Yeah, that's yeah, the FromSoft way. Yeah. Um, <sighs> one level I'm talking about doing with you, um, Aaron, is 5 2, which is the poison world. Oh, God. <laughs> if we do it completely dark, it's going to be, you know, pretty hard. <laughs> uh, which is what I want to do. There's a character there, though. There's this chick. I think her name's like Selena. Sel- Selena? S T L E N A, I think, or something like that. Yeah, Selena. And uh, she has a blind sword. And uh, I'll give you that one once we mm. beat her. Uh, you know what the blind sword is, or what it no. does? I'm, I would imagine it's a holy sword because it's blinding you with light. No, it's actually a, a see-through sword. It passes through shields. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> PVP, here we go. I get well, no, because PVPers yeah. don't use shields. Was well, no, there something to do? I was playing against people that use shields on online, so I guess it just depends. But even enemies, though, enemies hold shields too, and you could just pass right through it. Yeah, very helpful in Bulletaria. Yeah, there's um, a EP Rapier, the EPEE. I want to get that. That's the Dex. It's a Dex Int or Dex Magic weapon, but it does fire. It's imbued with fire, and it passes through shields. Nice, nice. Um, so, all right. So, because we got, we still have some questions to get to. So, uh, are you guys happy with? I mean, obviously, it sounds like you are happy with Demon Souls, especially you, Seth, since you recently played it. Like when I was with Aaron, you know, and I was going to leave in the next hour or so, he kept saying, "Like, hey, man, you want to play? You want to play?" And I was like, "No, 
It's fucking Demon Souls. I know what it is. <laughs> it's pretty, but like, <laughs> it's fucking Demon Souls, dude. I'm like stressing myself out right now, but it's still awesome. I love it. If I had a f- five, I would have Demon Souls. I would be playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, content wise, uh, I do have a question though, Jesse and Aaron. Um, I'm, Jesse, I'm assuming you probably heard this because I know we listen to a lot of the same podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all have any qualms or any issues with some of the re-envisioned ways they've done some of these enemies and stuff like that? No. I hear people bitching about the 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 Vanguard in the beginning looking too gross. I think it's fine. The butt jiggle is a little bit okay, a little much. Yeah, um, smack that ass. I'm interested Ooh. in seeing the big silly guy with the hat, with the tongue, the big fat thing. Oh, with the Flamethrower looks head? awesome. The Judicator? Yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing what that silly ass shit looks like, but I think it looks fucking great. I mean, even I would probably like spend a ton of time just fucking with the character custom customization because I already do that. Like sometimes I put Tekken Seven in, and I'll play for thirty forty minutes, and I'm just in the character customizer, like making outfits for my characters and picking hairstyles and getting the right colors and making cool shit, like. So, I don't, I mean, I don't have the game, but I see what it is. It's Demon Souls. There's a couple things. They took away the duplication glitch, which is good. It's better that they did that. Oh, no, but there's a new one. There's a new dupe glitch? Yes. Or is you... it people exploiting save states? Again? No. So, what it is, if you use a rusted gold coin and talk to the shrine handmaiden or whatever, the maiden in black, your luck will start to go up it randomly bugs out and glitches your luck and it can go up to like 9,999. And so it breaks your character because uh, you can't level because obviously you can't get enough souls. But if you then invade in PvP uh, your buddy with a password because password invasions uh, go past the level restriction and um, make it so you invade automatic. Yeah. And then your friend uses soul suck it will de-level you and they will get like 900 million souls or something. Oh, no. 9 million souls. (laughs) And in two two invasions of that, you can get to level 912. Sorry, 712. They have to patch it. They have to patch it. 712, which is the max level in the game. Oh, no. When they patch that, they can also make it to where you could delete characters. Yeah. Yeah. They they need to do that because... That's all fun and games and stuff, man. But that's going to break. That's going to break invasions. It's going to break uh, PvP with each other. It's going to break. In- well, so it's going to break the game. Invasions work on a uh, plus or minus ten plus ten level. So basically, ten okay, plus ten percent. So if you're level one hundred, you can only invade someone level eighty or higher, or one hundred twenty or higher. I mean, one hundred twenty or lower. So you've nice. got that. So if you're level seven, twelve, you ain't invading anybody unless another hacker, and then you guys are gonna fight with fucking insane shit. But yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I'm I really mean, happy with it. So, uh, the only thing I see people mad about is the new music. They redid all the music, but they just redid the same, it was like similar, very similar scores, but with an orchestra. So yeah, I mean, the, what they and the answer is leave a toggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously. But, yep. 
Yeah, I love it. I love the PS5 so far. I mean, I'm still getting used to kind of the menus and everything. And it didn't do my transfer for my PS4. It didn't finish. Like, it only transferred uh, Mortal Shell. <laughs> so you, you did you set it to transfer your entire 4 to 5? Yeah, well, I picked games. I did Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, uh, Mortal Shell, Bloodborne, Sekido, uh, and like any game that I know I'll play again. Because I know I can download saves from, you know, just my... Yeah, I would... Right now, I would a la carte and just chill until... There was a firmware... or There was an an update today, I think. A a patch today, I believe. Or it's today or soon. I would um, kind of of like still straight... Like chill on uh, doing extracurricular things right now. Because... So one thing I wanted to remind everyone, don't plug in any external hard drives, even if they're Sony. Don't do external hard drives. Do not use your rest mode. And, like, don't use your fucking rest mode. Like, turn the system on, and when you're done, turn it off. Like, power it off. Don't use your rest mode. Do not uh, use any external hard drives right now, like, because there's an issue. It's not, like, everywhere. It's not, like, breaking one percent of systems is probably less than one percent but it is some systems are breaking and that happens anyways so just be careful using like extracurricular activities on your systems shit uh like basically rest mode and i think mine is in um, rest mode right now (laughs) yeah don't use your rest mode well is is yours in rest mode while a game is running no so that's the key a lot of times it's like, let's say you're playing Demon Souls, but like you don't want to quit the game, so you go, rest mode, I'm going to go have dinner, and then you don't realize after dinner, uh, you guys go on a W, and then after that you talk to somebody, and then it's been long enough and the system turns off. When it boots up from rest mode back into the game, what's happening in some small, 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 small occasions is it freaks out trying to get from rest mode back to the game, and the system just turns itself off. And something around there, also, I'm an idiot, so don't listen to me. Um, something with that, when you're in rest mode, especially if you're in an active game, it bugs out trying to like reawaken the system in the game, and it just turns the system off, and it kind of like wipes itself and fucks up, and like that's what happened to Carrick. His, his shit bricked because he was probably... He probably downloaded everything they sent him and had rest mode shit and whatever. So be careful with all your weird nuanced features. They are definitely freaking out and pulling, going to be rolling out patches right now. The new patch is very vague. It just says improves system performance when before it would be a little more descriptive. So uh, just don't use any of the weird little shit. You know, maybe don't go tweak all of your settings to normal shit. You know, turn voice, you know, talk off if you want. Um, but yeah, just be careful with your system right now because it's a new piece of hardware, and you, you're like these things are fucking sensitive, so you want to be careful. Uh, I do want to remind everyone to go download, but go at least Q Bug Snacks. It's free. To tell you the truth, it looks stupid. I've watched some reviews. It looks fine. It it's looks like some creepy cutesy horror. Like it's creepy and cutesy, and like they're trying to do this like FNAF, like Friday nights at Freddy's house thing. Or Friday nights or Freddy's thing, and it's like, whatever. Just go get it because it's free and it's a launch title. And then there was another free one, but I forgot what that was. Astro's Playroom. Um, that you were Astro's watching. Playroom. I I actually hear that it's it's fucking really 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 good. So the so Astro's Playroom apparently has 
really awesome throwbacks to like the entire PlayStation history to the point where like one stage you're inside of a PS1 and they like build it like like you're in a PS1 and there's a lot of throwbacks to like I mean old like weird PS1 RPGs and like Omega Boost and a bunch of old cool stuff so definitely try Astro's Playroom uh Hopefully, Aaron, if you get time, you know, I mean, try it out. I'd love to see you play it because I hear it's actually people are thinking it's a freeware bullshit because there is an Astro Playroom thing for the PlayStation 4. And Aaron gave me his Gen 2 PS4 camera and I played it. That's just a fucking shovelware thing to um, kind of show you how the controller works. And it's cute and fun, but it's fucking stupid. Apparently, Astro's Playroom is actually really cool. Like it's it's worth it. So I would um, encourage people to to play. I would encourage both of you guys, especially if you're PlayStation fans, uh, to to try that out because I hear it's um it's pretty neat. Cool. Um, All right. Um, pop in some uh, PlayStation Four games. I hear a lot of them better load times. Yes. Uh, getting sixty frames on a lot of these games that are like unlocked on that. So yeah. Ghost of Tsushima jumps from 30 to 60, and it's supposed to be huge. Like, some games is not a big difference. Others are. So apparently, Ghost of Tsushima runs fucking awesome on the 5. Like, it literally goes from 30 frames to 60 frames, and it's noticeably crazily better. So that's... I mean, I imagine, but God, God of War must look crazy on this thing, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, any last comments, for guys, before we do... We, we didn't get uh, many questions. We got, like five or six questions that are pre- we pretty much touched on them but um i we thought it was fun it was fun two. to be there to crack the system i did notice one thing i didn't do i didn't smell the system when you opened it yeah i mean that's probably okay <laughs> no when you get a new piece of hardware you got to smell the new plastic the new car smell i did wake up to you smelling my hair but you know what do you mean when did i smell oh okay that's a joke jesus <laughs> Um, Anyways, but, uh, uh, let's uh, let's just get some of these questions. We got a, a few uh, questions or comments on nerds. Uh, number one is Nana Pratt. Miss you guys always. Love a Seth episode. That's it. So, I'm not sure if I really get this question. It says, "What free party games are there for the Switch with Christmas around the corner? Need some recommendations. Can say some paid ones if they're really good. How's the PS5 interface? Can you invoice?" Uh, can you interact voice chat with those on PS4 smoothly? Yes. Uh, PS5 and PS4, you can chat together easily. It's the same shit. The only difference is, is uh, it'll show a small icon by your name showing either a PS4 or a PS5. I don't know yeah. about free party games on Switch. I don't think anything's free. I would imagine... As in, like, to give free shit. Um, yeah. I would say maybe if you check... If you paid your $20 for the annual... Uh, check the SNES and NES games that they're constantly pumping out from time to time. Those are pretty good. Yeah, you uh, might be able to get like Bomberman, uh, Super Bomberman, which is a great party game on SNES. But I mean, I don't know how it would interact uh, on four or two to four player or whatever. Yeah. Um, I will mention yeah. on the PS5, I'm still confused on how to set a party. Like, it's very weird. You have to like select people. Like, you basically go to your friends, and then I just hit options on, like, Seth every time and just say, join voice chat. And it basically puts me in a room with him. But when I try to invite people to parties, it seemingly doesn't work, so. 
Well, I think yeah. what's happening is, at least in my case, I don't know about anybody else you've done it with. Um, if I'm broadcasting while you're sending me the invite, there's an option I found out that is blocking notifications while, blo- while broadcasting. Oh. So, yes, that's what happened last night when we were all trying to meet up. I yeah. saw that. And then I got the notification to my watch because it's attached to my phone. I have the app. And then I found out you was actually sending me invites, so I had to go in and then join your party manually. Yeah, I, I did see that. Before, it used to be independently just kind of floating around party to party. And even on PS4, what they did a couple of months ago is when you start like a party chat or something, it creates like – like, all right, you know how we can independently text each other on phones, but then we also have like a uh, group group texts. Yeah, like that there's was one, one that the- we have, Seth, Aaron, Jesse. We have every time you start like a, a party chat with someone, like, like it creates a new like group thing. Yeah. And it's like, Real hey, dude, you don't annoying. have to do that. Really annoying. Yeah. It's one of the dumbest yeah. things they've ever done in the history of PlayStation. I hate that with a fucking passion because. It's also annoying to have to go into your messages. It tells you have a new message every time you do it because it's just being like the message is like the chat has started. It's like, yeah, nobody's. We started a party to voice chat. Why the fuck are you giving me a text chat? Yeah, zero. It would literally be like ever want a text uh, chat on there. If the three of us run a party and then like tomorrow, like Kelsey wants to jump in to tell us a skincare thing, it would make another one with us three and Kelsey. Yeah, and then if one day like Keith is like, "Oh, what's up, guys?" It would make a third now with us three and Keith. It's like, dude, just fucking let us just like it. It was fine before. Yeah, like (laughs) it wasn't broke. Why did you fix it? (laughs) You literally only did the only thing you did was make it worse. Like, leave it alone. Do you know if there's options maybe to stop that from from doing that? No, because that's the thing about it is what it is is. For them, that counts as like weird engagement shit and like rooms and stuff. It's all like a weird. It's like they're creating fake social currency to show that their system's social economy is bustling because there have been over three hundred and fifty million social groups made on the PlayStation. Meanwhile, it's just like a hundred people trying to like make voice chat with their friends, but they're making them like make all these groups. So yeah. that is a weird thing. Actually, I was wrong. There's only two questions. The actual comments. Uh, the other one comes from Ronnie. I don't know if people like us reading their names, but I guess it's there. Ronnie Rodriguez. Uh, pretty open question. Uh, what are the pros and cons? Also, any review for the Xbox soon? And what kind of games? So it's three questions. And what kind of games should they make to push past the PS4? Maybe a dumb question. To which Aaron said, "There are no dumb questions." Um, I'll just—I think I can say any reviews for the Xbox soon. I—I I personally am not going to get one. I don't know about these guys. Uh, we're not a PlayStation podcast, but it kind of seems like we're mostly PlayStation users. So, I'm I mean. A- Xbox friendly than than both of y'all are. However, I decided to go with the PlayStation this route because it definitely had the better exclusives all through the four. Uh, one thing I will say is I actually think Xbox is shaping up to be a really good system uh, coming. Looking like it, yeah. They had a, not that great of a launch again. Um, you know, a banger of Halo would have been really great to kick off this, and they they pushed that back. 
Um, yeah, so, instead they said third party uh, only. Yeah, they basically have third party stuff. But I, I would say though that Xbox is nailing it as far as being more backwards compatible friendly. Um, the Xbox Game Pass, I think, is still shitting on uh, PlayStation now. The fact that PlayStation 3 and 2 games are available on PlayStation now, but you can only stream them, is very bizarre to me. I do not understand. Yeah, we did talk about that. That makes no sense. You can yeah. download PS4 games, but yeah. you have to stream. Like, PS2 yeah. games are are like, they're the size of like one music track from God of War. Like, mm. what are you doing? And when you try to stream even a PS2 side scroller, like you're gonna get a little bit of jank. Like, yeah, it makes no yeah. sense. But um, it does. Aaron- Xbox has that, and then Xbox just bought was it uh, Zenimax, which is also like a Bethesda Studios, and so there's a lot of games that they'll have in house for that. So um, yeah, but that's a whole other podcast because the whole thing with uh, death proof and what are they going to do and the rumors of, you know, we might be looking at two years from now Xbox. What was it called again? Xbox Pass, X Pass, Gold Pass, Xbox Gold Pass. What is it? It's Game Pass right now. Game Pass. They're looking at bringing that to PlayStation. Yeah, well, they've been. You know, I actually predicted. I think a year ago, I did an episode. I even wrote an article about it that I said back then that Halo's coming to the PlayStation 5. I still personally believe that. My personal opinion about the future of this stuff is it's not going to be about the systems. It's going to be about the game passes. It's going to be homogenous. That's going to be the make or break of what system do you want to go with, is what perks do you want to have. You get the PlayStation, you get the PlayStation Now, and you'll get all the Sony titles or whatever. You'll get the exclusive shit and all that stuff with that. But... Like they are actually Microsoft. It's already, it's kind of known. I've heard it around a number of places that Microsoft tried to put halo on PlayStation back with the three, I believe, or, uh, the four or on the PlayStation four. So, um, they, they, it didn't work out, but they're definitely open to putting their shit. Yeah. Where it's I'm, all about the cloud shit with them. Yeah. I'm down because, you know, I have system loyalty and I get upset, but you know what? I'll take your fucking halo. Cause I always wanted to play that because I was really, I was one of these fucking assholes who was like, I was legit like upset when metal gear and Lara Croft went to Xbox. I was like, how dare you? How dare you take our properties? So I get it. And it's, it's cool, but, um, I don't, I'm not sure. Like Aaron, do you have any, um, uh, do you have any? I like. Do you think you're gonna get an Xbox Series X? No, whatever. I have a, I have a PC. Uh, yeah, I don't exactly. think there's any reason if you have a gaming PC to have an Xbox, and that's not even to shit on the Xbox. I think that Microsoft is hedging their bets in both directions. They're like, PC gaming's its own big beast, and if you have a PC, they're making their money anyways. You know, but yeah. If you have a PC, the only exclusives to Xbox are like Gears of War and Halo, and some of the Halos are on PC. So yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I just don't yeah. see some like reason. maybe weird third party shit. But yeah, I'm not going to spend six hundred dollars on it. I'm not going to spend six hundred dollars on a smaller, not as good computer. You know? Exactly. Like I don't have an Xbox, but guess what, bitch? I have Killer Instinct on for you for the Xbox One on my PC. Yeah, and that's the only reason I would have bought an Xbox for that. 
but thank God, no, thank luck. Luckily for me, I have a good friend. Aaron gave me his old computer a couple years ago. Aaron's old computer is still a monster ass computer, by the way, dude. Your computer, that computer you gave me like three years ago, is still like super beast mode. Yeah. Um, the titties are very crisp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just but I, I got a three sixty for Fable and the, for Fable two, really, because I had Fable on PC and Fable two was exclusive to three sixty, and I got it and I. I loved Fable 2, and then I was stoked for Fable 3, and it sucked, and then I didn't, like, I literally never played another game on my Xbox. It sat collected yeah. dust. And now you get to wait for the new Fable. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> which I won't even try. Um, PC, so, fine, all that stuff's coming over to PC, so I, I would agree with you. If you're a PC gamer, there's no reason to get an Xbox, get a PlayStation. Yeah. However, well, the thing is, yeah, you could, you could buy Forza and shit. Yeah, like on a PC. a PC gamer, if you don't play PC, Xbox is a good consideration. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, basically a computer. So, and, and I mean, it's more akin to a computer than even because both PS Five and Xbox are both like gaming, like mid range gaming computers right now. Um, yeah, but I think Xbox uh, is much closer because they're so tightly connected. You know what I mean? And you can. I believe with Xbox uh, gaming, there's like some app on the PC where you can play some of those games on a PC that aren't even PC games, you know? So I don't know. Well, there's the cloud. They got they got the uh, X cloud or whatever it is mm-hmm. that I think that's going to be the one that wins it out of whatever yeah. Amazon's doing or going to do and whatever Google has failed in doing. Uh, Microsoft is going to win that shit. Yeah, so, well, it's like a store. I mean, as long as you have Windows, you have a Microsoft thing. Mm. So they'll allow you to buy. It's not every Xbox game, but there's a large library of current gen Xbox shit where you don't have to buy an Xbox. I own Killer Instinct, and that's an Xbox One game, but I have a fucking computer with Windows. And I'll say you can buy Ford. So, like, the only reasons I would ever buy an Xbox is for. Halo, because I think it's cool. Gears to try it out. Killer Instinct and Forza. And those are mostly available on PC. I don't think you can do them on Apple, yeah. but PC. Um, now they got yeah. more stuff with uh, yeah. with Bethesda and with the other company that did the... Um, uh, shit, what's that game? It gets confused with the other title. Uh, the guys used to do... They did Fallout New Vegas. They just did the oh, other Obsidian. game. Bethesda. No, Not Obsidian. Bethesda, Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Obsidian, the other team. Yeah, they did the, uh, what's the other game that they just did last year that came out? It was pretty good. It was Killers similar to Fallout in that way. Oh, was it? Rage 2? No. Um, are you talking about Wasteland? No, not um, Wasteland. It is, no, um, fuck. Um, it gets confused with another game because they sound very close to each oh, other. Oh, um, it's Outer Worlds. Worlds. Outer Worlds or Outer Worlds. Yeah, Outer Worlds. Yeah, um, that was a really good game. That is now Xbox Studio. Quirky sci-fi and, shit? It was a quirky yeah. sci-fi? It was good. Yeah, it was great. Really yeah, good. Yeah, it's it's a really a good, good game. game. And it was on Game Pass. So if you had Game Pass, you got that shit day one. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Game Pass is a pretty unique Yeah, Game offering. Pass is the big seller, I think. That's, yes. like, as you said. So let's go. I still love uh, PS Plus, but whatever. So yeah. his other questions are pros and cons of the PS5. So obviously, big con. Uh, but I think yeah, we already. I think we kind of touched those because of the. Oh well, yeah, let's go. I mean, we'll go through a couple more. Go ahead. Yeah, you can't get them. <laughs> uh, 
and some of them are crashing. You know, some of them are having issues, but that's every system. You know, you 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 always know you're in, taking an inherent risk because it is technology, and you are you know buying basically a computer, and computers break too. Yeah, um, you're buying first batch. You got to be careful. Um, I've had it's like, some, it's like it's like fucking on the first date. You got to be real careful with that. Real careful. Um. <laughs> I do have some issues with the UI. I'll get used to it. It's the same, you know, it's the same. Every new UI is always going to kind of fuck you up. This one's pretty close to PS4, but they changed some of the functions. So just the muscle memory of like getting in and out of games is a little tough, but the more I play it, the better I'll get at it. Um, I'll say one thing that's different on, on games for the PlayStation 5 is that it actually integrates with your iTunes. So if you're an Apple user and you have iTunes and you buy movies and all that kind of stuff with Apple, you can access all that shit on the PlayStation 5. You can access the well, Apple stuff. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty cool that I found out as well. Well, so. I mean, yeah, sure. But like my PS4 is connected to my Spotify. So, I mean, that's cool. Like they're all integrated because I don't use well, Apple. I, get, I guess well, I guess I'm getting butthurt because I don't use Apple products. Well, so. It wasn't at first. And the only important part about it is it just if you're an Apple user and you buy movies and you buy TV shows and you buy those things through the, the, app, the Apple store, PlayStation 5 now has the Apple-like – app on it so like i've bought a couple of movies and shows on apple and they're now on my playstation 5 and you've got that movies everywhere app so you get google movies and all that and you can get them all integrated into one well if you got your apple stuff on there because i think xbox has gone more in in line with google because i think they're working a little more with google and stuff and it looks like playstation 5 might be working a little more with apple so I just thought that was interesting because um, Xbox or PlayStation 4 did not have access to Apple, at least that I remember. Truth. So that's what's up. I mean, so the last question, it's it's kind of a big question, but I mean, I think this might be also a conversation to think about talking another time, but maybe to throw out. He asks, Ronnie asks, what kind of game should they make to push past the PS4? Which is... I think it means like in what I'm interpreting from this question is what do you do with this new this next gen this next gen hardware to make something different and like that's really like dude that's like a, an episode almost like wh- where can we go from here because we know we have uh, action adventure you know last of us red dead we have you know god of war we have rpgs what can they do with this new thing? I'm yeah. not sure. They pretty the much episode. I tell you what, though, if you want, we can actually tackle that when you record with me on uh, who's on next. Friday. Yeah, because oh. that's the thing is is I'm thinking more like you know, Aaron. Like, let's think about that. Maybe talk about it next time. Like, what kind of game you know should or could they make to push past the PlayStation Four? Because like we could be like, oh, to do something with augmented reality. But if you think about it, like, all right, what can we really start doing with, you know, the, these technologies? Can and it's the beginning of the generation. There's so much to talk about. It's hard to tackle all of it. But I mean, I'm excited that the generations began. I was, I'm very grateful that I was able to, you know, unbox and be there for it. Thank you, Aaron and Kelsey, for letting me come do that. And um. And it's dope, dog. I think. I mean, I think we did it. I think we we're here. Uh, I have an email to read, but also uh, oh. to answer that, 
I think currently it's just pushing graphics. You know, keep pushing on ray tracing. That's a big deal. Um, that's the next leap graphically. That's because PC, you know, graphics have kind of stalled for a bit. We haven't had these major leaps anymore, um, and now we're getting there with ray tracing. I think that's going to be the big, big, big leap. And then obviously, okay. uh, processing power and all that stuff. You know, we can make these open world games like, or these super big games like a Red Dead Two or like a you know new version of a Skyrim. You know, Elder Scrolls Six like. Make those without load a hundred and thirty yes. gig install, and without the load times, you know, like make it all seamless and just. I want to see, yeah. you know, Elden Ring pull a little bit more of what Blue Point's doing and make it look fucking good. Because the problem with yeah. Souls games is a lot of times your character model choices look like shit shit. Yeah, they do. I mean, well, that's a rumor going around. I I, I want to let it marinate a bit. And see if it's really going on. Sony's apparently Sony might be looking to buy Bluepoint, and it's like, please, yes, please. Yeah, like you know what? You can take Xbox and take Zenimax, and they can take a billion dollars worth of shit. Hey, Sony, buy the dudes who know how to like perfect games. Like, especially since remakes and remasters are all the rage. You know, I'm okay with it if there's people who like people like that who are able to really do a good job. Remake a lot of PlayStation One classics. If you're not gonna fucking put the classics, yes, up, let's start pumping out some remakes. Bro. Yeah, dude, somebody yeah. take a shot at Vagrant Story, and I bet you it'll be fucking bananas. Give yeah. me them ass <laughs> cheeks in 4K. Uh, make, <laughs> dude, remake Legacy of Fucking Kane and Soul yeah, Liberty. Legacy of Kane. Yeah, you know it's funny, dude. After Seth, after you did your Legacy of Kane stint, I started seeing like multiple multiple videos people even like leg like the other day the the voice actor for raziel from legacy of kane did a video about like something about like why there's like what's up what's up with the resurgence or why there's not a resurgence or people are starting to remember legacy of kane and soul reaver and they're starting to be like why did this disappear because it wasn't a failure no why did you just decide to fucking get rid of it dude uh, Soul Reaver was huge. I remember it was when that super came out, it huge. was fucking giant. People were obsessed with it. I never played it just because I didn't have money, you know? <laughs> yeah. I went back. <laughs> you were too busy doing acid and yeah. <laughs> spraying yeah. your naked, almost dead friend. <laughs> yeah. I played it a few times. I'm kidding. I don't know if that's too high. Uh, Omen, and I played through um, Soul Reaver. And um, I wanted to play Soul Reaver 2. I got it on Steam on my computer, but it keeps crashing because uh, whoever put the file up, it's a really old file, and the computer I have is not really a gaming PC, nor does it, and it has more up-to-date shit, and it's yeah. not able to read the old mm-hmm. formats of that. Yeah, yeah, but your phone should be able to run Soul Reaver, dog. No, but not with good they, controls. They didn't put it out. Not true. Apparently, just somebody put got it on Steam some kind of way, from my understanding. Like It's not like an official release oh. of sorts. Okay. So yeah, it just keeps crashing. So um, it was a dollar on Steam. So I mean, whatever. But meh, give it to them. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to play and revisit that. I was hoping to see if PlayStation Now had it. I would at least attempt streaming it. Oh, you would. I would. You would about have been told you. Nah. PlayStation Now has a lot of stuff, and I do think it's very worth it. 
I barely use it, but I still give them ten bucks a month because why not? But um, uh, it has a lot of really really interesting things. Especially if you're a weeb, there are so many weird little weeb games on there. But there's a lot of really just there's a lot of games. I, I definitely do think PlayStation Now is worth it. Yeah. Uh, even if you had a PlayStation Four and no games, mm. it would be worth it to pay sixty bucks a year just for access to that if you had decent internet connection. I tell you this though, I hate to cut it short, but I actually have to go because it's almost ten. Yeah, and I get back. Yeah, no, that's where we was at. We so, was done. Uh, Seth, where can they find you? Uh, who's next? Gaming dot com. Who's next? Podcast. That's the place to be. Um, check me out over there. You can even hear Jesse over there. He should be joining. Yeah, I'll be on there Friday. We'll talk some shit. For sure, man. For sure. We'll get silly. Uh, you guys already know where to find us. You know what it is. It's your boy. It's Aaron Jean Claude Van Dam Miller. It's Sir Nine Five Four, and um, yeah, man. Any closing words, Aaron? Well, we have a fucking email, like I said. Oh, we have an email. My bad. I'm Seth, sorry. Seth, you can bounce. So you can jump off if you need. Yeah, no, I do got a roll. I'd like to stay for, but I got to go, man. It's okay. So, Seth, we love you, bud. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, Take it easy. Probably talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um. All right. So Jeff. Uh, dried lobster who watches our streams. Uh, hey, dried lobster, I remember him. Mm-hmm. It says co-op, and it says have at the Aaron and Jesse. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> I know. Have at the have yom. At the yom. You will be swaying. Uh, Name this sword. Tell me who wields this sword. You have five seconds. Go. <laughs> you fool! You don't know. <laughs> My mom says I'm a very handsome boy. <laughs> Anyways, my mom told me to go to my room. I am 34. <laughs> I have many anime scroll art in my. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so... I have the finest of polyester Goku flame shirts. <laughs> From the swap okay, fucking, I'll do this forever. Go. Um, he says, I know I don't write in as much as I should, uh, but been listening since I found out about this podcast from Alex from our old job, Ar- Marinowski, when Aaron when it was Aaron and Tony. Uh, I'm glad y'all started streaming consistently lately, as I enjoy Aaron's ra- Aaron rage, <laughs> raging about PvP etiquette <laughs> while getting cheesed on in Dark Souls 3. Uh, Jesse has been a welcome addition that balances out Aaron and his tangents are the best. Aaron, just let them happen. Um, okay, the reason I'm writing is a cry for help. I am close to getting the Platinum in Bloodborne with only three trophies left. I have no idea if this is possible or not, but I need you two's help with defeating the Thumerian Queen in the Great Thumeru Ethyl Chalice. Uh, that's the hardest part. That's like, I also have that. I almost have the Platinum, and that's one of the trophies. But that's like, you think it's like one trophy? That's like fucking 20, 30 hours. So yeah, you got to get to that. Well, so there's a problem there, but uh, hold on. I'm going to finish it real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm currently on the Bloodstar Beast in the Ailing Loran Chalice. Uh, to get the Bastard of Loran needed to get the, the uh, needed for the Defiled Chalice. So now that's where I need your help because I know they give you half of your HP for that Chalice. I've never done co-op, so I don't know if this is even possible. But I feel like Bloodborne's Platinum is a must uh, for the PS4 era before I move on to PS5, and it'll be like my tenth Platinum. So my problem here is that my character that unlocked all the chalices is in new game plus now and i'm not sure if those are all unlocked i would be glad to help um if i can but if not then we just have to co-op my game through all of the other chalices which should be quick 
um, to get there. And then we'll have to go back and forth. We'll basically have to do everything twice so that we can unlock the chalices together. Because I have to be able to go into the chalice for you to summon me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's either... Yeah, okay, so it's either that or we do a little bit of recon and we find someone who is like a yeah boy who just hangs out and reigns like, you know, power upon people and helps them. Cause it may not, you know, I'm sure you could probably and like my account. I don't think my chalices are that deep yet. I, I would need to do a bunch of work to even get to where he's at. I think, uh, but yeah, Okay. Yeah, if not, uh, I'll go on Reddit and do some digging, see if I can find yeah. someone. If to anything, just... send uh, the um, your username, and let's all like we'll we'll friend up and we'll just take a look and see where we're at, and we'll try our best. If not, I'm sure we can find. If you, if Aaron or I can't, aren't suitable enough. If our shoes aren't big enough uh, to do it, I'm sure we can find someone to help you. Because if that's Pretty much what he needs. There's probably somebody out there that can help him. And I would love to do it because I also need that too. I need Queen of Thumaru. But I know that getting to Queen of Thumaru is harder than beating the game. You, you have to get through the chalices. Yeah, like, there's just that, like three bosses in there that are fucking nightmare. It's it's like Dark Souls, bro. You get to the point where like I looked at my – like we, we, we talked about it when we were like, oh, we can get to Dark Souls 3 Platinum, dude. We're both at 95%. And then you realize those last three trophies is like, oh, it's 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 not just like, you know, go find a, a random mushroom like, oh, this this last trophy means I have to beat the game two more times. Yeah. So that's like there's things like that that will happen. And um, she's one of them. So <laughs> the big one in uh, for three that you have to keep beating the game is just to get the three endings, and that's easy because you can do those on new characters. You know what I mean? You can get yeah. run through it. I did those quick. The chalices, the only ones that suck are the defiled ones because they half your HP, um, and you have to go kill the defiled uh, amygdala, which is a motherfucker because it's a small yeah. ass room, uh, and defiled uh, watchdog is really annoying as well. Um, but if you bring people, you can you can juggle their aggro, and then you can be fine. Um, but yeah, so Jesse, he's uh, Dried Lobster on PS, PS4, so you can just add him. Uh, he's oh, already okay. my friend. I'll just add him right now. Because we played video games together forever. Um, but yeah. Spelled, so spelled correctly? Dried Lobster? Yeah. Wow, no spaces? That's a pretty uh, good, good call, good yeah, find. Good catch. Um, but yeah, so we'd be, I, I'd be down to get in there and see if I can help. Um, and if not, I wish I was still friends with Panos, the guy that did it for me. This is a dude in Greece. He was like, I don't have any other games, so this is all I play. <laughs> I remember him. <laughs> he ended up being kicked out of the Bloodborne group on Facebook, and like he was like misogynistic and hating women for a minute. It was very weird. Oh, I'm friends with Dry Lobster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, man. we'll help you. Holler at us. Yeah. Um, but anyways, guys, that was the, we already said the outro, so we love you. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk more, uh, more Demon Souls. I'm sure because I'll be yeah. doing playing it a lot more. So yeah, you guys know where to find us. Uh, you know where to find Aaron and I on our independent on what, the Nerd Stream, and then my thing, and then fucking whatever. Come say what's up. We love you guys very much. We appreciate you so much for listening, and you guys are awesome. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves.
יום. My mother says I'm very handsome.